Did you start recording on the video camera already? I did, I All did. Right. Look at you. Figuring things All out. Right. Um, let's see. Let me double check. I really don't want this mic to be in front of his face. And you, you can you can adjust it to whatever you see fit. Sometimes I like to come in How's that? Come in low. Can you hear me well? Oh yeah, we can hear you just fine. So we can leave it right there. What? He's pretty far from the mic. I can hear them in here, but I guess I don't know how well that comes off on the. Uh, yeah, you so might you might want to have the mic go a little bit closer to your face. Typically, with with these mics, we found that they do need to be relatively close. Um, okay, I was trying to move it so he could have the. Yeah. I do. I can hear you really well, though. That's what's surprising to me right now. I've got a strong voice. <laughs> Isaac also has a strong voice. Okay. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Too Many Words Podcast. I am your host, Isaac William Joseph. Across the way from me is my best friend, Jordan Van Cleef. Say hi, Jordan. Hi. And we have a very special guest today for episode 70, Mr. Andy Goodman? Yeah. Andy Goodman of John Goodman. Dwarven Workshop. Do you want to give us a, a brief intro of who you are and what you do? I can. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm about 5'11". No. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, He's got wood. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm Andy, and I own a shop called Dwarven Workshop. It's a wood shop that's kind of geeky-related. Um, I do non-geeky stuff, too, but, uh, yeah. Um, I do dice boxes. I do some bottle openers. Um, let's see. Tables. Did coffee. you did you do uh, dice towers before? I, I did, and then there wasn't a huge demand, so I didn't make as many. Oh. But I'm going to start making them again and put them in a store up in, up in the mall. Okay, awesome. Because she wants to start selling them. So, so you got like a, a, a lease at Merle Hay? No. So a friend of mine owns a store up there, and she has about 50-plus artists up there that do stuff. Okay. And so then I go put my stuff up there and sell them out of that store. I'm in a few other stores, too. Sweet. But uh, that Sweet. one's... Sweet. It's good to know that you actually have like a, a spot, because up until now, I've only seen you at like conventions and big events and i'm like this guy is booking everything i see you everywhere and that's why we're here so <laughs> i'm starting to teach up there now too oh really Sweet. that's cool that's cool yeah yeah so. he's gonna teach others how to get wood okay or, or handle it yeah so a spe uh, announcements getting that out of the way real quick yes it is episode 70 uh do we have any announcements Go to the Scaldstone shop, Sorry. buy whatever you like. Uh, go to thescaldstone.com, read whatever you like, go watch whatever you like. Uh, nothing crazy new. Um, maybe this is the first episode that comes out after our uh, Christmas special. Yeah. So uh, if you haven't watched it yet, go check it out now. Um, after this episode, of course, because, you know, we don't want you to forget about, you know, the mainline episodes because, you know, the specials, the specials are always going to be there. Okay. So please, if you are hearing this, I encourage you memory. Okay. Use that memory. 
go click on Too Many Christmases 2023. Boom! So, yes. uh, that's pretty much it, though. Uh, let's get right into it. I don't think we have any new uh, followers on Instagram. Yes, we do. We got one like 30 minutes ago. Wait a second. Oh, was it me? I, I wish it was you, but I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> do you have Instagram? Yeah. Oh, maybe it was him. I, I let me look. Let me look. Oh, we have, hey Jordan, say something funny. We have two. Pickles. Oh, is this your wife? Cool. She just followed us on the podcast nine minutes ago. Great timing. Wife, <laughs> Tasha Moon, at Slow Goth Runner. And then we also have at Zachary Hyder, a guy that was a performer at the event I was MC for. Nice. Yeah. So we got two new followers. That brings us all the way up to 120. Nice. That was our Instagram followers. And now, I think... Oh, wait, wait, are we going to, oh, wait a second, wait a second. <laughs> and for the fourth time in probably podcast history, we have a, a on-site follow during an episode recording, Dwarven Workshop by Andy Goodman. Thank you, good man, Andy Goodman, for bringing us to 121 for Instagram followers. We're going to give you a quick follow back, though. Boom. You guys might beat me at that point. Really? Yeah, Instagram's I'm... not my uh, high suit. What, what other social source? Yeah. What other sorts of social medias do you have? Uh, TikTok, which isn't as strong either. I I put some videos out, but it's we not. just created a TikTok. TikTok's weird. It's it's. Uh, I don't know. We made a TikTok because you know maybe we throw out a good nugget out there and then we'll blow up. It it takes one. That's all it does. Yeah. And then uh, Facebook. Um, I'd imagine Facebook probably is a big one for you. It's my kind of hub. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've been there for a while. It's finally growing again, so that's good. Nice. Um, and then I've got, um, I started doing newsletters. And nice, yeah. That's a whole thing to get everything else brought out. And I'm in a few other stores, so that's broadening out too. Nice. Okay, awesome. So, with all that said, we are going to get into the first segment of the week. Uh, word of, of the week. The week. I almost forgot it, actually. As I, oh. I just blurted it out. But, huh. So, we are going to use a word that I had only recently learned over the last summer. It's, it's one of those words that you hear all the time. You could probably use it because you've heard enough context with it, but you really don't know the definition with it. So, this week's word of the week is Arbitrary. Arbitrary. Okay. Arbitrary. Adjective. Based on random choice or personal whim rather than any reason or system. Are we supposed to use that in a sentence now? <laughs> no, it's not like Pee Wee Herman's house of whatever. What, what's that called? I have no idea. He can't do it anymore. He's He's gone. Oh, yeah, that's right. He, he's gone. How? When did he die? Like last year? Uh, Two no, years ago? a couple months ago. Yeah. A couple months ago. It seems like a long time because things are so much happens now. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a lot of celebrities dying, man. Left and right. You got to forget about He was him. actually a really interesting actor. He was pretty active up until the moment he Well, he, he did such dynamic different yeah. roles. Like, he was yeah. in Buffy. Yeah. yeah. He was a special guest on WWE. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Celebrity. When that, back when they did that a lot. <laughs> he did... Um, he did some random roles though. He did some like out there 
mm-hmm. like like dramatized. When well, he, not like like different things. It wasn't like just Pee Wee. He did like different roles like you wouldn't think he was in. Like, yeah. And then you're like, that was him, and you're like, oh yeah, huh. cool, cool. Yeah, so, when he passed, I actually checked out his IMDb page, and yeah, I, I discovered he did do a lot of different things, just completely on a whim, I guess. I guess yeah. he just just enjoyed being there. <laughs> he was, yeah. From what I hear, actors love to act. You know, it's one of those <laughs> yeah. jobs where some you can't. Do. Some really? do. Really? Some just like the money. Some do just like the money. But, like, I feel like if an actor loves what they do, they'll let you know. You know? Like, uh, like uh, Sean Gunn, he'll say over and over again that, you know, oh, I could start directing like my brother, but uh, I, just, I just love being what's behind the camera. What's Sean Gunn in? Sean Gunn was in The Gilmore Girls. Um, he, have you Guardians. seen the Gilmore Girls? Yes, I have. Okay. <laughs> He's also in the Guardians movies, the trilogy. He's uh, Kraglin. He's the guy who takes on the Mohawk from Yondu gotcha. in the third movie. Um, I can't really say much of anything. He was else in uh, the Suicide Squad. Oh yeah, but he was he was he was like the ferret or whatever the that weasel. thing was. Have you seen the Suicide Squad? That's the Harley Quinn story one, right? Yeah, mm. like the the newer one. Well, so there's um, you the got Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad and, and you got the Suicide Squad. Well, you got Birds of Prey. Okay. Yeah, yeah which is the Harley Quinn story. Yeah, that's the one that's solo, like not solo her, but it's her movie essentially. And then you have the Suicide Squad, which was directed by which uh, has the fish guy in it. Yeah. And I have not actually seen that one yet. Really? I have you, okay. So that when one, that movie was new, did you see any of like the memes of that yeah, yeah. ferret-looking thing? Yeah, the rat. Yeah. So he was the the CGI model for that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's he almost Weasel. has like matching hair for it. And body. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was uh, arbitrary word of arbitrary. the week. So next segment. So Andy, uh, thank you so much for listening to a couple episodes. So you get a groove of what we're supposed to be doing here speaking of what we're supposed to be doing oh i was waiting i was also waiting like i i even tried like motioning to you to put them on but <laughs> i think a dog farted upstairs i kind of uh, it flowed yeah it flowed. I, don't, I don't smell it really you're yeah. like it's because you're over do, there do you have covid no okay all i can smell <laughs> is my cologne i guess i don't know anyways um but yeah uh I'm glad that you picked up on the vibe of this podcast because it's really just a big old hangout. And then yeah, at the end, we're going to push your brand to all hell that we can. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, what you learned this week, starting with Jordan? Um, oh, I actually did have something. I forgot what it was, though. I had like a real something. Why don't you go first? Why okay, I, I learned this week that your water has feelings. I was in speech class, and I have this class na- classmate named Michelle, and her speech was why you should drink more water, and here's how you can be good to your water. Apparently, the 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 atoms in your water can greatly be varied based on your energy that you're giving it and she got like these pictures printed off of different atoms or just microbes of water and how they look very different like 
healthy atoms of water and unhealthy atoms of water. And there is actual studies of how water is when you are mean to it and how water is when you are nice to it. And there is a difference in taste and texture and all these things. And so ever since then, I've been telling, hey, water, I love you. You are so great. You are God's gift to the elements and blah, 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 blah. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if there's a real difference, but I've learned that water picks up on your energy. That's weird. So if I were to be like, get in my, you know, and then yell at it, it would, it would be bad water then? Yeah. Uh, she also said that if like, if you listen to rock music loud and have water nearby, you're ruining your water. Hmm. Man. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder, I mean, you know, humans are made up of like 70% water. Exactly. I wonder if that like relates. <laughs> I, listen yeah. to, I listen to rock music pretty loud. It just gets me excited. I mean, would the food you eat affect it too at that point? Because I mean, if you're, you know, angry yelling at your food as you're eating that cow that doesn't have feelings anymore. <laughs> she She also dove into your attitude when you're like cooking food. Like if you're pissed off when you're cooking food, your food is not gonna taste as good as when you're like having a grand old time being grateful to be cooking the food that you're about to eat and stuff like that. So apparently just about everything that is organic has energy that can be varied from you. Well that would, I mean, so glass is still living when you have glass. Yeah. So like over time, if you don't take care of it, and it has it's an you know it, it it moves. Yeah, probably. No, it does. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So like I'm not crazy. So like and um, wood moves. No, every. Oh, you probably know a lot, a I, lot yeah, about yeah. that. A lot of things that are organic move, and and so. Sweet. There was another speech. Um, it was based off of self affirmations, and she used the example of a jar of rice and you label it beautiful rice and the other jar hate rice and one jar you just scream at you know and one jar you're super nice to and the hate jar molded faster that might be because you're yelling and you're expelling all that perhaps <laughs> yeah that's a great that's a great yeah that i wonder how they did the uh experiment now because if now she that yelled you at it, it when you stupid yell, rice it, you're, you put your particles on it you know you yell you're yelling your uh, vocals go farther mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. and if you're just talking to it it's not going to go as far but if you're yelling <laughs> at it your particles are going to go uh, i don't know i just i just can i, I just got to picture scientists in a room just i hate you rice you're a worthless piece of crap rice yeah, if they just talk to it. You're not even whole it, grain. If they were like, but if they were like, it would make a difference. Yeah. Because you're 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 spewing all that. Uh... Yeah. Now that makes me want to like see videos of them doing this stuff. <laughs> but anyways, uh, Jordan, have you figured out what you learned this week? Um, I learned that cheese. There's like different. So in each type, so there's the types of cheese, right? Yes. You got like cheddars, you got Swisses, you got stuff like that. I bought some brie the other day. I learned that there's also different types of 
different types of cheese. Yeah? Yeah. Sweet. Oh, you mean like you're aged? You're well, okay, so that, that that's a little bit different, I guess. That's more like um, a quality, I guess. Well, not necessarily. Attribute, but, uh, yeah, I guess, no, you're kind of right. You can, but, have, you can have bad aged cheese, too. True, true. Um, uh, the example my manager gave me was like, there's cheddar, and then there's cloth-bound cheddar. Apparently, it gives it a whole different sort of, like, flavor. There's a cheese store here in Des Moines. The cheese shop? I'm aware of its existence. What? I gotta know about this. So, there's actually a couple, but the the one I go to, I, I don't know about the other one, because I've Is never been Is it the big one? It. I go to the cheese shop over on, like, 42nd. It's just the cheese shop? The cheese shop. Okay. That, so that might be the, the one. They'll let you know. taste the cheese before you buy it. Bruh. And they have some... This dude, the dude that owns it... Uh, Guy, not dude. Yeah. Anyway, he uh, he travels and picks it up and brings it back. No way. So he's like over in somewhere else, and he brings back all this cheese, and then he goes somewhere else, and he brings. So then they have soft cheese, hard cheeses. They have aged cheddar, uh, mild, bold. They have all the, and then they have, um, and then you can yeah, price variant cheeses. You know, so if you're like, hey, I want a soft cheese for all the. Soft spreadable cheeses I want. Nice. So then, if you have your, you want to go see all. Was that? It's seven o'clock. Is that uh, is that uh, your birth control? No, that would. Act, well, I mean, it would be for my antibiotic that I just took the last pill for oh, today, okay. so I can actually turn that off. But if you want to go test out this theory that your boss was talking, you can always go up there and be like, "Hey, can I get some of this cheese and some of that and try it out?" Okay. That is the most great. Advice I've actually heard in a long time, bro. I love cheese. I've like, I've been on like this thing with cheese lately, where it's like I want to freaking taste the good cheese. You know, I've got a buddy, and he'll buy cheese everywhere he goes, and so his fridge is just full of cheese. <laughs> and so he's like, "Hey, you want some cheese?" Oh man. See, previously I had known about like you know obviously the different kinds of cheese, and I also knew about the the four. Or I guess I don't want to say four because there's technically more than that, but the four main classifications of cheese. But I didn't know much past that. Yeah, because like you got you got wings, and then you got classes in those wings, and those classes have quadrants, and those quadrants have segments. And I don't know, but yeah, go on. I don't I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. I'm talking about how variants of variants of variants. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I don't want to be that the guy, but can you move the mic just a little bit closer to you? He wants to be that guy. You know why? Because he did it. Okay. He became that guy. That's that better? Perfect. That is better, thank you. You can hear me better now? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Andy, you got such a sexy voice, bro. <laughs> All right. What did you learn this week? Well, um, let's see. I learned a lot about um, bailing people out. What? Yeah, one experience will will be able to teach you a lot about that. It's an interesting. So the the process of bailing somebody out is a whole big process. Oh, I'm sure. And like, they want to know, like, it's harder for a guy who owns his own business to bail mm-hmm. somebody out compared to a guy who they want you to have a job for a year before you'll bail somebody out. They want to know who you're married to, who you're not married to, who lives in your home, how many people, how many dogs you have, all the. That's crazy. All the things. It's, it's a, it's weird. It's a thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, they want. I, what's that? They want to have, how much square feet of house you have. I mean, you know. What? Yeah, they want to know everything when they're. Mm-hmm. Bro, yeah. none your business, bro. Oh my goodness. It's a, uh, it's weird. You can even ask Andy about. Like that. they're trying to make sure, like, hey, 
We want to know that you're not just some bum criminal getting another cr- bum criminal outside of the, the which uh, is mostly the how jail. It, you know. It, <laughs> well, we need to know you're a good person who thinks that this person should be free. <laughs> okay, um, is it too personal to ask who you bailed out? I didn't bail anybody out. Oh, because I couldn't. Oh, okay. So they didn't respect your uh, your business ownership well they want me to have more uh they want you to be bigger they want you to have more yeah it's a whole thing like they want you to be more like weird image thing like yeah because of how i do my business they want me to have a storefront and employees and yeah Hmm. (laughs) stupid okay cool good to know that i can't bail anybody out Yeah, they want uh they want you to have an established job for at least a year. Okay. And they want you to have money in your bank account enough for the bond. Mm-hmm. And like of course. Otherwise they want you to put your house up, your cars up, all mm. that other stuff. And I'm like this is if like you're doing a cash like putting cash down and not putting okay. anything else out. But if you're just gonna say, Hey, um then they'll let you do it. And I was like, No, no, no. All right. Uh this one goes out to all my friends. Good luck trying to get me to bail you out. After hearing all this. Uh, I already know if anyone went to jail, they do not need to call me. I will not <laughs> be able to afford it. <laughs> yeah. It's expensive. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I'm the, and, like, the only people that I'm thinking and would ask me to bail them out. Mason. They'd never pay me back. You oh, don't yeah. get that money back either. No. Like, goodness. The, yeah. They're like, no. Like, like the jail's like, oh, it's up to you to figure out where that money's going to go back to you. <laughs> We're going to keep this. Bye-bye. This is ours now. Here's your person. <laughs> Gosh. That's why, that's why those bail places look so nice. I uh, thought buying people was illegal, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, is it time to get them lips wet, baby girl? All right. So, our good friend Andy here has picked out the great, how'd you pronounce it, Mount Sprecher? Something like that. It's I usually say Spreaker. I don't know what the right one is. We I, talked about the pronunciation no last time it came on. I think it's one E, so it'd be Spreaker. But yes, uh, because Andy, I don't know. in his arsenal of wood, makes bottle openers, we chose a bottle. We could use the bottle opener on this podcast. It's unfortunately off screen, but uh, you're gonna you're gonna see my my beautiful body come approach the screen. Um, yeah, Jordan. Uh, give us some basic deets about this uh, Mount Specker drink. Um, well, it's I, I I don't actually know, but I'm pretty sure it's probably going to be a riff on Mountain Dew is going to be my guess um, from the uh, Sprecher brand. Um, we as, as podcast viewers know, we did try their watermelon flavored soda um, in a previous episode. Um, you know, it's got 250 calories. 30 milligrams of sodium, 60 grams of sugar, 1 gram of protein. There's protein. Yeah. Protein. Yeah, that's actually a lot of sugar. 120%. Huh. A little, <laughs> a little softer, please. What? I couldn't hear you from the echo. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Your drink. Beautiful. I noticed you didn't give yourself that much. I'm assuming that's because you are having your own tooth issues. Well, um, not really. I just was really worried about giving Andy, like, squat. 
<laughs> I'm like, let's not pour a lot into my cup because I want Andy to actually have like a pretty good sizable amount if he likes it. So, yeah, we always accommodate for guests around here. So, also something to note is this is caffeinated craft soda, fire brewed. That's their uh, the Spreaker like thing. Um, but it also says made with Wisconsin honey. Um, it does say caffeinated. It doesn't. I don't see. So this is the citrus soda. I don't see how much caffeine is. Oh, 90 mill- 93 milligrams. That's actually quite a bit. All right. It's like half a Red Bull. All right, Andy, give it a good smell to start off. What are some surface thoughts that we got going on? I smell the sweet citrus. Okay. I mean, I smell other things, too. Yeah? After that fart. Oh, uh, yeah. I, yeah. Still, I still smell That it. dog fart was lurking. Still, you still smell I it? Still... I think I got used to it. I didn't smell it at all. Bro, a dog fart just ruined the podcast. Are you sure that yeah. you, and, it wasn't and, just you? Andy's never coming back, bro. <laughs> oh, man. He's like, I don't even have a gift for you guys anymore. Something I really noticed with the watermelon one is you could really smell and taste the, the fire brew thing to it. Dude, as soon as you opened the watermelon one, you could smell it across the room. It's uh, not the same story here. I do see, I, I do get a bit of like a, a fiery kind of aspect to this smell as well. Just less so. Okay. All right, bottoms up, friends. Dink. Dink. That is different. Huh. I almost want to say that there's nothing to it. Very big honey. Like, you think I, so? There's a lot of honey flavor there to me. Again, I'd say this would be better cold, but... Yeah. It's not bad, though. I've had their... Um ginger ale too before i love ginger and it ale. has the same kind of flavoring as their ginger ale like yeah like more like their flavor is kind of but they're that's more ginger ale-y mm-hmm. so i think my favorite one of theirs is that blue one with the panther on the front of it <laughs> you know what i'm saying honestly the most predominant flavor i'm getting is the honey that's wild for me because like i don't taste the citrus very much neither do i i taste the sweetness of like the yeah. citrus but not the I know exactly, like the the tang. Like, mm-hmm. I yeah, I, so I, I don't, like it. I, I like that. I, it is very good, very good. Not, I personally do really like citrus, so I don't think there's enough citrus for it. But it is still very delicious. Sometimes Mountain Dew can be too strong. With the, true, you know, it gives you more. Uh, so wait, did you just say that it was like a faint Mountain Dew taste? No, no. no. I said Mountain Dew can be too strong with the citrus, and so it can be overcoming. Because, like, as soon as you mention that, this this does make me think of Mountain Dew a little bit yeah. now. It's Mount Spreaker, so I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be a riff on Mountain okay. Dew. Okay. Okay. I don't know why I didn't pick up on that. I don't know either. You weren't listening to me. There... It's good. It's good. It's good. Definitely very, very honey. Jordan, what are you rating this out of 10? Oh, this is terrible timing. Did everybody listen to that sip that that guy took? Well, again, like I mentioned, very honey forward. Not enough citrus, in my opinion. Um, I, 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 it's still very good. I'd probably give it a seven, seven and a half. All right, Andy. That's where I was going about a seven and a half. All right, seven point five. You know, like a seventy-five yeah. out of a hundred. Yeah. yeah, you guys are really nice. I'm not getting anything out of this, but none of it is bad. I'm just going to go straight in the middle with a five. 
Hey, that's okay, good. This is like water for me for some reason. I don't have COVID, Andy. I promise. <laughs> he doesn't have COVID, Andy. Doing a lot of mouthwash. I have been doing crazy mouthwash because so that could be affecting you too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Killing my taste buds, but yeah. So I don't know. An overall average of six point something. So yeah. Does anybody want to calculate that or? Oh, Jordan's on it. Jordan's on it. It'd be like a six point three, six point two. Yeah. So seven plus seven point five plus. Well, you got two seven point fives, and then you got because oh. he did too. Oh, he did seven point five as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. six point six. Six point six, fellas. Repeating. All right. Oh, so the devil's number. Yeah. All right. Well, that was Mount Spreaker of the Get Your Lips Wet segment. On to the next one. So, Andy, are you familiar with side quests? A little bit. All right. So it's just anything and everything. I know. You know, coming from our guest, since the mate and potatoes is you, anything you really talk about technically is about you, but like, maybe not so much about the wood, maybe a little bit about the everything else in your life that you might want to bring up, or uh, a heavy opinion that you've seen has been forming, or just whatever it may be to you. Is there anything going on in your life, brother? I mean, there's always stuff going on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anything anything worth mentioning? Mm. Cute anything story from the week or something? I guess, like, new. Like, what's what's new? What's, what's like, a new thing that you're trying or something? Hmm. Well, my uh, daughter will be a year here soon. Hey, hey that's pretty cool. That That's a side quest. Having having child. A child. Having child. Having a child is, honestly, that's, that's not just, like, that's, that's a quest. Like, that's a main quest. But, like... They have their own side quests that come with them, so like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like the price of diapers, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. formula. I got a question. Mm-hmm. So, what does your wife do for work? She works at uh, MediaCom. Really? Mm-hmm. All right, okay, cool. Does she like do calls? Is that what she does? She's a. She does. Does she install? No. No. I don't know. It's like an accountant, but not an accountant. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she's the person that. Calls the people when it's like, hey, where's our money? Right? No, she deals with like where money's going. How oh, okay. Go. Okay. So she helps Mediacom figure out where their money's going. Okay. Yeah. I also, I have a buddy that works for Mediacom. His name is James. There's a lot of James out there. Yeah. It's not very specific, I guess. James Ward. I mean, if that, I don't know if that you, you would know. She who might. Is. I don't. Yeah. Hey, man, I don't, I don't know anybody about who my girlfriend works with. So that's. <laughs> reach you know i don't know it, it would have been impressive if you knew who that who that was because i don't keep track of who my girlfriend works with i have a lot of friends that work out there too so, really yeah the only people i try to recall from my girlfriend's job is the people that just bother her the most <laughs> she just has that same story about that same person after she gets off of work and i'm like that terrible person how could they do this to you you know <clears throat> but yeah uh jordan you got any side quests sir uh no. Wow. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, I've had a very boring week. Well, so this coming week, I mean, I'll be on the Ice Cream Sunday podcast. Heck yeah, you will. What are you guys gonna talk about? Uh, probably me. Probably a little bit about you know the. Wow, episode. you're so full of yourself, man. Probably a little bit about the episode they put out yesterday um, with Taylor. Um, <clears throat> I want to ask them a couple questions about their lives. 
just I've been listening to a lot of their stuff, so I'm yeah, a ask, bit more curious. Ask if now. they know any chicks that would go out with you. No, no, no? not that. Not yet. Well, they'd all be like 35 because they're so. Old. And how old are you? I'm 25. Mm, that's all right. How old are you, Andy? 40. 40? Mm-hmm. Solid number. You're younger than my dad, so. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, sometimes. Oh, well, thanks. <laughs> honestly, for the longest time, I just thought, I thought my parents were pretty young. <laughs> and then, yeah. like, then it hit me that my dad's almost 50, and I'm like, mm, wow. So my parents are really young comparatively, so they had me at. 18 and 20. See, my dad was, I think, 23. Yeah, 23. My mom was 21. My mom was 18. Or no, my my, mom, my dad was 18. My mom was 19. See, they got together when they were 16 and 18. Oh, nice. Yeah. This was, yeah. I don't know when my parents got together. Your like, parents maybe they a... were together at consumption? But I don't know. <laughs> I, I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, me Knowing too. them. Me no, too. I doubt it. Are they still together? No. no. I have no memory of them being married. Really? None. Like at all? Nope. Because didn't... I don't think I was even one years old when they divorced. They didn't... Really? I thought they didn't divorce until after your... They they got married because I was pregnant. Or my mom was pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) Because my mom was pregnant. That's a good reason to get married because you were pregnant. Yeah, Yeah, right? Yeah. Like... Crazy. I thought your dad didn't leave My hormones were out of the... All over the place, man. Until after you you had been through cancer. No, no, no. Um, I mean, they were very amicable when I had cancer. Mm-hmm. You know, like the whole family was like, okay. And how old were you? Aside. I was three. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I maybe that was the, the biggest thing that helped me maintain a relationship with my dad. That's, you know, he was willing to help out in, in that situation. But I, I really don't know the ins and outs. Uh, I'm very grateful that I have a relationship with both my parents, but yeah, I don't have any memory of them being together. I don't even think I was one when they divorced. So hmm. that's cool. Uh, so how old are your parents today? <coughs> uh, my mom's no longer around and my dad oh, is, no. so if I'm 40, he's 60. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry for your loss. That's oh. wild. Your dad is younger than my grandparents. So, like, you want to know a funnier story? Sure. Okay. I was 15. My grandma was 55. So, that makes her another. So, she's young, too. Let's see, my grandma was. Or, my grandma is was born in 55. 1955. So, uh, she is about to turn. She'll be turning, what, 70 in 2025, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. she's, what, 60, oh, her birthday's coming up, like, in two days, tomorrow, actually. Uh-oh. What'd you get her? Nothing. Oh. Oh, she was 51 when I was 15. That's what it was. Oh, okay. So when we reversed her for that year, but, so she would be, like, 76 this year. All right. Cool. So she was young when she had my mom, and then young again, and it was just yeah. a whole vicious young people thing. Interesting. That's actually really neat. And then you broke the curse of having kids at a young age. Because, like, I thought... Was that on purpose? No, there's a whole story with that. Oh. Oh, I mean, do you want to talk about your life story with love and stuff? Hey, man, like, I can relate on that one. Again, I thought my grandparents and parents were both young for having kids at their age, or when they did have kids, and then, you know, I'm already older than all of them now, than, like, 
older than they were at that time. Right. So, yeah, <clears throat> I can relate a little bit to uh, waiting a bit. Well, I didn't... Uh, yeah. It wasn't necessarily intentional? Well, no, there's like a long story, so... Okay. Uh, yeah. We don't have to get into it. I mean... It's whatever you are comfortable with. Now. <laughs> we're not Honestly. trying to pressure you. Yeah, we're not bringing out anything. Uh, yeah, some. Uh, yeah, yeah. Me and my. Well, anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, I, do you think? Do you have these same thoughts? Like, since our parents and our grandparents had kids at a young age, that there's like this thought at the back of your head, like. You know that you're not ready for a kid, but like, there's like this thought where you should be having kids by now. You maybe feel like a little bit of a loser that you haven't found someone to have kids with yet. You know, biologically, that's why that's partly there. I mean, biologically, mm-hmm. it's it's they want your body wants to have kids when you're younger. True. True. I was at a, a Bible study about a year ago, and someone was talking about how BS it was that the female bodies uh, is most ready for a baby between the ages of 15 and 25. When you're not, probably not wanting a baby before 25, I mean, you have a good chance of wanting a baby at 25, but like anything before 20 is like. Whew, Especially, in, especially in this society, yeah, we're, we're how how we're structured now too. Yeah, I mean, even fifty to a hundred years ago would have been different. Yeah, yeah, like I have no dependents. I have no clue how I can afford a dependent right now, because I can barely afford myself right now. You yeah, know? but uh, you know we're working on it. I just haven't figured it out yet. Andy's got the secret though. He's a businessman. <laughs> He's got wood. We'll be there someday. Yes, sir. Except for that you can't make and distribute podcasts. You can. You can. I mean, yeah, technically. You got to be the CEO of Spotify. You can put them on, on a CD. Yeah. Put them on a CD. Oh, my goodness. Put it on a vinyl. Lock them behind a, losers. a paywall. <laughs> oh, man. Isaac, this is just the first 24 minutes of episode one. Yeah, you got to buy another one. <laughs> you got to flip it to side two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so Wouldn't that be something? Hey, you guys want to listen to our podcast? You know, it'd be like... <laughs> <laughs> you got a big coat. You got a bunch of CDs in your <laughs> Maybe episode pockets. like 200. Hey, I have uh, episode one through 10 over here. <laughs> <laughs> just bootleg guy on the side of the street. Cops come up. What are you selling? My podcast. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, that's better than like any side quest that I could bring up right now. Uh, all I could bring up right now for side quests is that I'm kind of depressed around this time of year. Not because of like the holidays. I love the holidays. It's just since I'm in college, I am now experiencing for like the fourth time in a row the end of a semester. And every single time there are people that I thoroughly enjoy and I never see them again after that class. And it's like, it's, it's, that, it's that phase where I'm saying goodbye to people that I like. And even though I have their number, it's not likely that we're going to hang out very often anymore. And uh, people yeah, come it's just go. depression. You, you need to get used to that because that's the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so what you can start doing is being thankful for the meeting those people. And be like, you experienced part of my life with me. And that was fantastic. Yeah. 
instead of being sad about it, you can look at it from a different angle. Oh yeah, true, true. It's the it's that uh, mantra of uh, don't be sad that it's over. Be thankful be happy what it did. That it, that it happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I've been molded by every single college semester that I've had. Um, not just academically, but socially, and it's just awesome. But, yeah, that's just what I'd be doing right now. Uh, I've gotten, you know, if I, if I like a person, I'll get their number or their Snapchat or their Instagram. And, you know, it, it's routine, and maybe, just maybe, if I feel like it, if they feel like it, we can hang out. And that's just how it'd be, you know. Um, it was really hard the first couple semesters, but I think I'm getting more used to it every time I get through it. But. I think I looked at uh, college a lot different than you do. Yeah? I was like, yep, we didn't, you know. Get me out of here kind of stuff? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I I have definitely ran into plenty of those kinds of students, and I I don't know, I, I have sympathy for them, and I, I can actually, like, feel empathy for them because I used to be, like, one of those kids, and I dropped out in 2019, then came back, and so... I don't know. I, I'm coming back because I chose to. I wasn't told by my parents to go or, or just, you know, forced by society to think that I should go and stuff like that. It changes how, why you're there. Yes. Yes. Very. What, what did you go to college for? Business? Um, I started for um, a little bit of pastoral. Did my age. Hey. Yeah. In, uh, in what religion? Um, Christianity. <laughs> okay. Cool. This man says, duh. I like it. I like it. So I wanted to. We're one of those people, too. Bam. So I figured I would. And then I did some other stuff, and then I, I, I bounced around. Cause, yeah. You you look like you could be a pastor. You got, you got the wisdom all over your face, you know? <laughs> no, that's just a lot of fluff. Yeah. It, yeah. It, you look very nice and approachable and kind. That's why I have to cut my hair around this time. Yeah. Because then kids think I'm sick. I just don't dye it white, man. No, seriously, though. I mean, even like, then. I grow it out for, like, the Ren Faire season, you know, to, oh. to look more, you know, whatever. And then, you know, gets to be about Christmas, and kids are like, look, Mom, that's Santa Claus. And I'm like, I'm not that fat. Oh, my goodness. Look, Mom. You're, are you a big Ren Faire guy? Hmm? Are you a big Ren Faire guy? Yeah. Oh, dude, you ooze Ren Faire for me. Do you know, um, well, I guess, so Trevor, Trevor. Um, from the Ice Cream Sunday podcast, and his wife, really? Heather... They're both really big in Ren Faire. What do they do? Um, I think she's like a character. Like she'll usually like be in stuff. And I think he just kind of shows up. In, There's a lot of people that just show up. Um, that, that's what the point of it is. I'm pretty sure. I know. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm near certain Heather like actually does stuff for the Ren Faire. And for like the uh, Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, like they they they've done a few different ones. They they do Sleepy Hollow. I think they've gone to a couple different states for other ones. See, I'm not in Sleepy Hollow. That's all. Really? Yeah. Sleepy Hollow's. Mm-hmm. Which one do you usually like? What's what's your favorite one? I guess. <clears throat> My favorite? Oh, favorite one to go check out. I like the Amanda one. So yeah, that was another one that they had, they had said they had done a few times. Amanda's good. Um. River Sans has got up in Sioux City. Okay. It's a it's different experience. It's more hippie like. More hippie like. Interesting. So like the guy who runs it, he's like, Yeah, just put your tent wherever. There's no like logical mapped out anything. It's just put your tent down. And then okay. uh you know. And he's just like I'm Phil. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. 
cool. So, so it's a funner experience. It's it's a different experience instead of like Sleepy Hollow where they have the buildings and you know like a, a manor where it's all structured. You know, if you go to that window, you just you got tents going this way and tents going yeah, that I've way. I've never tried Sleepy Hollow, so. So there's this guy. It was another guest that IC, IC, ICS had. His name is Gabe. Um, he's a blacksmith. He's done like. He had, I think. He had a picture of Gabe? all over the country. Uh, they might have a picture of him on their YouTube thumbnail. YouTube. So what's the um, Ice Cream Sunday podcast? Is Ice Cream Sunday podcast is like almost exactly like this podcast, but better and old. Podcast daddies. Better and old. Yeah. Yeah. They, so they're older people. Yeah. They're I'm, in their. I, I I make fun of them, but they're just in their thirties. Mm. Yeah, we're in our twenties, so they're the they're the orange too many words where the. We're the yellow ice cream Sunday podcast. So we call them our podcast daddies because they podcast really have, daddies. <clears throat> they really have shown us the ropes. Yeah, they they told us about that thingy right there. They gave us the link to that thingy over there, the camera, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we've been just kind of going with the flow, and uh, we're gonna try to get ourselves out there like you and Ice Cream Sunday podcast. You you were not at. Des Moines Con last summer, right? Yeah, I was. You were? Yeah. Okay. You and Ice Cream Sunday were uh, were were uh, booths at okay. the the hmm. con. I wonder if he did. Um... They were the only podcast there. Okay, I probably watched him then. Mm-hmm. I just I can never go very far because because you're you working. Sell. Yeah. Um, this is about the only picture I got for him. And that's Gabe. Yeah. Okay. Gabriel. He looks familiar. Yeah, I mean he's he's apparently been doing it for a long time. He's really big into like really big into the Ren Fairs. He's gone to like all all the states for them. I went to Wisconsin. I've been to Missouri, Kansas. Doesn't uh, Missouri have like a really big one? They do, and some of the big big ones are real real strict. Yeah, and some of the you know because you have to wear a certain type of like. And then they'll kick you out if you don't. If you don't show up in character or something well, like, like that. Well, like, I wear cargo shorts with uh, um, pockets. Yeah. And I can't do that, some of them. And my, my boots won't be a good attire. So, you're like, you have to... It's it's a huge investment to be... Mm-hmm. And so... Mm-hmm. It's more investment than people realize. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they had... With that... They did the episode with Gabe. They talked about the whole structure of rent fairs and, like... How some there are people that actually like do that for a living. Yeah, and you it, yeah, and, and it, like like that's just their whole life. It's it's just wild to me. Um, yeah. So with that, like it's it's um. Dog. Dogs don't like kennels sometimes. I know it happens. Yeah. And then they got to talk. Yeah. <laughs> um. So like some people, like you talk to them, like we go, we usually go out to eat like on Saturdays and talk about. I'll give, give it a treat or something. Man, that might just you make guys it worse. Keep going. Let's see if they're up there. If you if they're up there, you probably just let her out. But yeah. They've been pretty quiet up there though, so I don't know if they are here. Yes, you keep talking about Renfair. Oh, but yeah, we can keep talking about Renfair. Sure. So, yeah, Renfairs are interesting because like the structure behind some are like more laid back and they're fun, and mm-hmm. then some can be too structured where they're not fun and. It, that's what I've heard about the Sleepy Hollow one. Is they're a little bit on the stricter side about like vendors and stuff specifically. I can't actually do Sleepy Hollow for some reason. 
I there was two for here in Des Moines for a while. Mm-hmm. So there was the Des Moines Ren Fair, and then mm-hmm. there was Sleepy Hollow. Well, that was when I first got started. Okay. And so I did the Pine one, yeah. and so then I've applied at Sleepy Hollow, and they won't let me be part of it because really? I did the other one, and like they blacklist everybody for it, and like then they don't allow people that's, in. That's kind of that. That seems kind of counterintuitive to me, but all right. It, me too, but there's a lot of drama in Ren Fairs, and that was something they also talked about. In it, their it's silly, like. I just want to do what I'm doing, and mm-hmm. and I don't really care about your drama. <laughs> exactly. And exactly. Then, and then I had a friend tell me not to do the other one before I did the other one, and I was like, well, they invited me first. I'm sorry. I'm going to where I got invited first. I don't mm-hmm. know anything about the this, that, or backwards, forwards. You know, I'm mm-hmm. just going to try it, and it was fun. And uh, so because I did that, they blacklist you, and they don't let you do it. Yeah, that's Top just, of the line podcast. That's just not... Not a smart business decision, if you ask me, honestly. Well, they did a new thing this year, and they made a lot of people mad. I'm not sure. Yeah, I remember they were on the episode. They were talking about how they were still doing it, doing the Renfair during COVID, and a lot of people got upset about that. Um, but they just did like certain rules, and that just made people angry about the rules too, because like made it very difficult to do certain things. And they're like, if you're gonna do all these rules, you might as well just not do it at all. Well, they did this new rule. I don't know how much it's out there. It's uh, so they, I don't, they, it used to be like 60, 70 miles out from Sleepy Hollow. If you do that one, you, you can't do any other rent fare. You just have to sign a contract. Okay. They opened it up to um, 90 miles out. So that Ames was going to do a, um, or Ames is doing a, Ren Fair this year, and I don't know how well it's going to turn out. I'm hoping it, I always hope they all turn out good, but uh, it's their first year. They're kind of weird contract, too. Yeah. When they have a weird contract, it just makes it weird. But um, they're going to be the same day as Fairfield, and Fairfield was last year, so it'll be Fairfield used to be a Ren Fair, and now they're coming back into a, fair, a Ren Fair. Matt, that's our dog. That's yeah. the name of our dog. I kind of caught that. Yeah, <laughs> Maximus. Uh, um, these are just the perks of doing uh, the podcast in your mom's basement. You yeah, know? yeah, that's okay. Hey, it's also where I live. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. So it's you're technically doing the podcast in your basement. Yeah, yeah. 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 See, it's all good. Our basement. Well, <laughs> yes, sir. The basement. The basement. <laughs> the that, basement. That I have oozed everywhere. So. You know, uh, it is, please it don't is. say that like that. It, <laughs> hey man, hey, I'm a Ninja Turtles fan. Okay, I will ooze wherever I no, like. No, as long as it's that kind of ooze and not the other kind of ooze, we're good. I don't even know what other ooze we're talking about, man. The green stuff. Talk about yep. the green stuff. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that was like greenish yellow. Yeah. Yeah, I might, might want to get yeah. that checked out. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's been greenish yellow since I don't know. Middle school. Yours aren't greenish yellow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So yeah, that's about rem. Rem fairs are they're fun though. Yeah, yeah. You know what's a really weird rule at events? Uh, booths that are behind a wall of kaibos get in for free. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They should. Yeah. Oh, that was that was sucked. We're talking about ragbri. Were oh. you there for that? Oh yeah. Oh. That was horrible. That's right. You did tell me that he was he was next. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. That was horrible. We're like talking back and forth and going, "Hey, uh, have you seen anybody back here?" Yeah. 
They're on the other side of the Kaibos. <laughs> yeah. That's just goofy. It was bad. Like, I don't even know how they justified that. And then... Uh, like, just put the Kaibos behind the... We the, talked to... The, I don't know if we're going to say who ran... Have you ever talked about who ran it? I mean, you can you can say Catch Des Moines. Okay. We'll tell yeah. you Catch Des Moines. Yeah. We talked about Catch Des Moines. They said, uh, they said uh, hey... We're going to publicize you and get you some publicization for uh, not doing a good job. Did they do that? No. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think the biggest problem was that they just kind of winged the layout of the whole thing. Like they probably, they put so much work into probably like the stage and where the food trucks were going to be and all the other things that were going to streamline most of their money for the event. But then, like, they put this giant wall of kaibos, and then it makes, from a person's perspective, a, 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 a ragbri goer's perspective, that, oh, this is it. Well, not only that, they said on the map we were supposed to be up there, too. Like, they had me listed and you guys listed all up by the stage. And then they told everybody they were going to be up on the stage. And then the information boost didn't know we were back there. Mm, and so they didn't know we were back there and so like we went to the information with him but okay you guys pushing people back there oh you guys are back there oh man terrible <laughs> lack of communication with, yeah with these events oh my goodness we show up like a day or two before ragbri as our radio station and we we're the we're there like hey where do we go and she's like oh just pick one of these just any anywhere. Just go anywhere. Just don't go where the food trucks are gonna be, and then you're you're good. So like that leaves us to maybe pick a spot that was gonna be a good spot, but like you don't know. You know you can't imagine. You don't know how far or short you're allowed to venture for where you can go. We just made sure that our spot had power to it, and yeah, we didn't we didn't go too far. But I felt like, bad for the people up the road. Yeah. Uh, there was people up the road, you know, and they were by themselves. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you're just all out there by yourself. And they're like, yeah, but we can see the audience. And I was like, yeah, but can they see you? Yeah, terrible. <clears throat> it's a darn shame. I think we saw 300 people that day, maybe, and they were all on bikes. Yeah. Yeah. Out of I, the, uh, the 60,000 we were get, you're supposed to see? Yeah, yeah, like... As our radio station, we were expecting like 100 signups minimum. But if I did not like take up my sign and just start walking around with it, we probably would have hit less than 20 signups. It's just, it's wild. That's yeah. How there can be that much of just a, just, no one knows what's going on. Like, yeah. As, yeah. An, as an event coordinator. Yeah. Well, and I talked to them before the event, and they don't usually do events. They help people put on events. They yeah. don't, and so I don't. I think after their experience, they probably won't host yeah. events again. Like this was a major screw up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, it, you know, if you want, if you guys want to hear more about it, go check out the Ragbri disaster episode. That's episode twenty something, thirty something. I, think I don't that's know, like fifty something. Really? Pretty sure. Nah. It was just the summer. It was this summer. Episode fifty was Barbenheimer. Let's see. Hang on, I can I can find yeah, it super it, quick. I mean, it doesn't really. Matter. I mean, it doesn't. But like, but, yeah. uh, but here, what what's up? If you're gonna reference it, it helps. Yeah, yeah, it does help to tell which number. But the Ragbri disaster is what it's titled. 
You can easily yeah, that, find that's it. true. That's true. Um, all right. So are we technically in the meat and potatoes now? No. You oh. trying to skip fancers, okay. sir? I thought that was at the end of the episode now. I mean, if you want. I don't I don't know anymore, man. We're top of the line podcast over here, Andy. You notice that? Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> We're just uh, uh, going back and forth, you know. I mean, we, we, we are kind of like in the meat and potatoes anyways. Episode 51. Episode 51? Really? Yeah. So you look at that. He, he was closer. He, he's a lot smarter than me. So. He, he, uh, what's he's the, the one that normally gets the number right on the dot, but... <laughs> yeah. he, he got the... Um, it was his Price turn. is right. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, that, that, that sequel of uh, National Treasure, and then there's that guy that's with uh, uh, Nicolas Cage, and Nicolas Cage didn't know uh, when Daylight Savings was a thing, and uh, that guy did. And he's like, is this what you feel like all the time? Wow, this is nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we can get right into directly what Andy has been doing at all of these conventions. Because I'd be seeing you everywhere. The first time I ever saw you was two years ago at Des Moines Con. And then I see you at like Quad Con. And I see you at a lot of other things that Merle Hay Mall is throwing. And I see you at Ragbra. And I'm like, man, guy's got a super memorable beard. See, the first time I saw you was actually at QuadCon. Um, I don't know. Probably the first one that they had at Merle Hay Mall, I think. Was I with you? For, yeah. Yeah. That would have been what? Two, three? About three. Maybe. Four? Maybe. Maybe four. Maybe four. He's three been, to four years ago. He's been doing it for a while. Yeah, yeah, And I think yeah. he did it before COVID. Well, I guess I don't know if he did it before COVID or not. But it was either right right when COVID started or right before. I mean, because it's been going on for a little while now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, it was like right when Isaac had actually shortly after Isaac had moved in with me. But excuse me. Um, but yeah, it was it was a while ago. Um, thing that stuck out to me the most was you had cutting boards that had a acrylic. Uh, resin Decepticon or Autobot logo in it, and I really wanted one. <laughs> I could not afford it at the time because I am broke. So, but they are really cool. You make some really solid stuff, like Thank you. really solid stuff. I, I, I actually, I think I stood at your, I don't want to call it a booth, your table for a while, and just kind of looking at everything. Like there was some, you got some real craftsmanship put into your, uh, your work there, and I, don't I, know I if think that's scared re- or not. Really appreciated. <laughs> Andy, I, the first time we met was at Des Moines Con, and I was wearing this mask because I was in cosplay. And uh, I wanted to buy something from you, but my card got declined twice. And I was like, hey, sir, are you here tomorrow? You're like, yes. I'm like, okay, cool. And so I did not, I was incapable of scrounging up money, so I avoided you the whole second day of Des Moines Con. And so, I finally made it up to myself and got that bottle opener on that wall. But yeah, I, I just was, I brought this over just in case it rung any bells, but no. He's probably seen a lot of people in his time. <sighs> yeah. I feel bad sometimes. Like, it's not on purpose, but people like, do you remember me from this one show? I talked to you for a while, and I was like, no. <laughs> I mean, your job, almost like one whole half of it is seeing a mass of people, you know? Yeah. So... You know, like there's the woodwork, those, and then you go to like work. This last weekend, I did the mall uh, craft show, a home-based business show up there, and uh, fly just flew up my nose. 
Top of the line podcast. We can wait here a second while he uh, fishes that out. You know. <laughs> I think I got it out. I might just fluff it or whatever. Um, and this guy came up to me like on Saturday, and he's like, hey, I really like that. And, and I was like, cool, I can make it for you. And then I forgot because I didn't write it down. And so then he ordered it on Sunday, and I made it for him. But he's like, do you remember me? And I was like, no. Sure. Yeah. And then that's when you just start describing what they look like. Yeah, the hair and the, the beard and the... The glasses, yeah, you, <laughs> you, dude, what's up? And I'm bad with names to begin with, so then like I'm like, yep. What's my name? Isaac. Yeah. What's his name? Jacob. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if that was a joke or not, but my name is Jordan. It's I know. Just, 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 okay. <laughs> I just gotta make sure. I've had a lot of people actually forget my name, so like, I, I, so I, I don't, I don't get upset about it. I don't get upset about it. Most people don't even know my actual yeah. name. Like, Judith. Okay, that's my grandmother's name. Like, actually. For real? Yeah, on my dad's <laughs> side. I'm sorry. Is that going to be his new nickname? Judith? Mm, I don't know. It's got the J and the D in there. My dad calls her Bertha, which is uh, um, her mother's name. So. so do you listen to a much better podcast called Two Bears, One Cave? That, no. That's... Do you know about Tom Segura um, and Bert Kreischer? They're comedians. Professional I, I know Burt Crusher's the guy who walks around naked, half naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a running joke on that podcast is that nobody can get his actual name right. They're like Burt Christner or Chrysler <laughs> or something like that, and it's just, it's just been like a thing for like the whole four years that been, they've been operating. And yeah, maybe maybe we can have Judith here be taking on that role. <clears throat> but uh, Andy, you brought a lot of show and tell items. I would love to start talking about it. See, you 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 got the drinks. I'll I'll show the camera these when the when he gets to it. All right. Well, if you want to start with one, always oh, going for the jacket one. The special one, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, there's no such thing as too many pockets. All right. <laughs> like a reverberating. Reverberating. It, it's wood. I mean, yeah. Okay, cool. It's got magnets. Oh, okay, cool. So I make dice boxes. Yes, and I sir. Thought you guys could have a fun one. Oh my goodness, Jordan, you gotta check this out, bro. Oh my goodness, we are flexing this on another uh, on our next session. Bam, we are totally not going to be able to see this on the camera. I was looking up synonyms for like a. Um, what's the word I was actually looking for now I used? So I was looked at synonyms for reverberating, or not the other word, and I got reverberating. So I was, like, okay. thinking of talking, you know, and so, like, reverberating D20, you know, like, because it always rolls. Anyway. Yes, sir. I like it. This is immaculate. Do you have, like, a laser or something? I do, and I do some freehand, too. Here, give that to my buddy. Look at that. Look at that. Mmm. <laughs> Uh, dice sold separately. You're gonna have to give that back to him. You guys can keep dice. The insides. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Thank you. Is there? So usually dice come with my dice boxes. Yeah, cause he's a generous man. He ain't no cheapskate. This ain't New York where you gotta pay for the grocery bags that come with your groceries. People are usually like, "Hey, can I get it without the dice?" And I'm like. No. <laughs> Dice go with it. Yeah, man. 
This is our uh, little uh, smorgasbord of dice. This is your smorgasbord of dice. This is my favorite D20 right here. It's uh, pretty. Now, I gotta ask, are you an avid Dungeons & Dragons player? Like, I have a group I play with. See, uh... That's him saying, be, I'm not gonna play with you. I already have well, friends. That's, that's Thank you. entirely valid. I have too much going on. Um, I have... it. Yeah. It, it's hard sometimes, man. It really is. I've technically got five campaigns that I am at least involved with somewhat. Um, two of them are ones that I'm running. Loser. Soon uh, to be winner. six. Depends on how you look at it. Uh, because uh, one of my players is like, I wrote a campaign and you're going to play in it. I'm like, oh, okay, thank you for not asking. Are you the main character of it? Uh, no. Then why do you have to be in it? I don't know. The problem right. is like people always want to do on the weekends. Did you show the camera up close? Yeah. Sweet. So, that, that's going to be the thumbnail. Going to be sick. Thank you, Andy. Boom. Thank you a lot for that. That actually is really sick. Oh, my gosh. Now I feel like we should give him something. Do you want my nephew? Uh, <laughs> or one of the dogs? Let's see. Do we... Do we I have, have two dogs. We're good. Do we have any of the big t-shirts left? The big cookout t-shirts? Oh, wait a second. Yeah. Let's see. Um, well, anyways, yeah. As he's talking about that, we can talk about Dungeons & Dragons a little bit more, I guess. Um, I always play a dwarf, just so you know. Really? I think that that's admirable. That, playing towards the character. Well, I play like a dwarf ranger, dwarf rogue. Dwarf Ranger, that's something. I've seen Dwarf Rogues. Uh, I think I've actually played one myself. My Dwarf Rogue right now has, has the Psychic Blades. Really? That's cool. That's really cool. So he's just... It's just different. The most recent character that I have made would be... I, now, I don't know how, how well you know anime, but this is not directly influenced by Dio at all. But his name is Dio. Um, Dio from what? Jojo. I didn't watch JoJo. Okay, so yeah, um, it's it's not actually inspired from them. I just liked the name. I thought it fit all right. Um, oh, what is he? What is he? I don't remember. I just made him. He was for a one shot, but I did grow to really like We're him. Out of three axes, I think I uh, I might would you have like to give your wife a t shirt. Otherwise, I got a wristband. I mean, we can we can look at that. Okay, he said no. Thank you to your stupid wristband. Okay. Um. <laughs> Don't worry. You can have the wristband uh, regardless. Uh, if lead you want. singer to a band that we like said no thank you to our stupid wristband too. No, he didn't. Well, maybe. He took it. He took it, but like that doesn't mean thank you. Dio is a rogue. He is. Oh yeah, he's a fairy. A fairy rogue. Um, fairy rogue. Yeah. I I wanted to do something like I had never done before. I had never played a fairy character before. Jesus, what is going on up there? Hey man. Jesus loves you. Jesus does love us. Um, also, uh, recently made. Where is it? That's uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Squat. Nothing. No snacks for you. Uh, but yeah, uh, what do you think of that shirt? Um, it's a 2X. Maybe you can share it. I know I struggled to fit in my 3X sometimes. They definitely run a little on the small side. Cool. They do run small, and that's what we're going to improve on this coming year with shirts. We're going to let have... me know because uh, dealing with the comic community, people always make shirts. So there's yeah. different companies that do good job and quality. Okay. See, right now we have um, Printful, Printful. Uh, on our website. They're they're really good for the made to order like stuff. Um, 
I think that'll work perfectly. But for when we do events, we might want to have a couple of shirts that are like pre-made that we could just be like, yeah, here you go, twenty bucks or whatever. Have like a handful of them at least. Yeah. And see, what I want to do is buy a bunch of sh- shirts in bulk on like Amazon, and then take it to like a a, a custom shirts. There's and hats a place, place at the mall that does it. I've but there's gone a, there. There's a couple other ones in Des Moines area. Um, when I first started, a buddy of mine had a screen printer. So I went to him. Nice. Like he had a like a station in his basement. Nice. Screen printing, like when you pick the right design, you can that you can cut costs with that. Well, I what, what was it? Chris Chris Taff, I think his name was. Um, it was it's the guy you went to to get my hat. He had a custom made hat for me in our signature yellow color. Yeah, he's uh, not wearing it because he hates was, us. I was actually gonna wear it tonight, and then I forgot. Yeah. Um it's in my sure car. It's do. in my car at all times though, so. Mm. Yeah, it, it's a good hat. It's a good hat. Elastic elastic headband, you know, it's good. It's good. Yes, sir. It's good. Um but yeah. Uh would you like to show off any of your other uh creations here? Well, I yeah. brought some other dice boxes for you to kind of look so, at. This. They're not completely finished cuz I was in the this I, this in says space balls on it. Spaceballs. So this is a fun joke. So Spaceballs the dice box. I love that. I also do Spaceballs the bottle opener. Oh, that's Spaceballs the coaster. Spaceballs the clipboard. Space it has been said on this podcast that Jordan loves the movie Spaceballs. It is, it is great. And so, so you brought the good one, man. Mel Brooks left it open, and it's you know completely free to do. Spaceballs. Oh yeah, there's like no patent yeah. on. Uh, yeah. Yep. And so. Hell lets yeah. people do that. I mean, they, they were, there was the running gag in the movie where they had all this merchandise, mm-hmm. which is funny because they didn't actually, you know, sell any merchandise for the movie um, because they left it open and they didn't want to, like... That's really... Look at that. I just think that's so funny. The font is, like, perfect. I know I had to make my own font for it, but still. It looks good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Uh, but yeah, they they had like in the movie they had all these things. They're like space balls, the the whatever space, toilet paper, the toilet paper, the just, towel dispenser. Yes, it was great. Um, I don't know. They had so many things and uh, space balls, the underwear. That was a big one. That was a big one. I remember the the underwear because it had like the print on it of the of the the poster. And it was so it did on the toilet paper too. Did it? Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> it had it uh, for each uh, each ply. Sheet. Yeah. Okay. That's for each fly. Oh my gosh! Really? Here, let me let me show that one to the camera. I've only seen Spaceballs once, and it was on nighttime TV. And and you remember it, right? I was a kid. um, You need to go rewatch it then. I just rewatched it. It was on a box TV. So yeah, you need to go. You need to go rewatch Barf. Barf. I mean, I I do remember a couple references, like, hey, my bag number is one two three four five. You know. That's pretty oh, much that, it. That, that's the, the passcode to the... Yeah. All right. You got a, a, a couple other ones there. I would love Andy to show off his uh, name tag. That's right. You'd I'll get my, my musty-ass wristband off of it. <laughs> so um, I have a name tag that I wear. Um, when I'm doing shows, it makes you look more official. Yeah, true. True. So... Um, yeah, I figure if you can make a wear a name tag when you're doing a show, it makes you look more official. Yeah. 
I, I don't and know you, why, but like I pictured you to be uh, showing up in your leather apron too. You know, that's a joke right now. Chainsaw Massacre. If, <laughs> if it's a bad winter, you just go to OnlyFans and just do woodworking in the shop. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you made this name tag yourself, too, then, right? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Was that a, one of the freehand ones? Yeah. May I take a look? Thank you. Dwarven Workshop. And Dwarven That's right. Workshop. He did tell me it was spelled A-N-D-E. Yeah, drop Andy off the R and the W, so it's Andy instead of and Y. So how long did it take for you to to, uh, to come up with that that Transformers logo with the beard? So actually, I had a um, my buddy uh, Jeff Falco. He kind of came up with this one, and I like it. So Are my you... oh, go ahead, go ahead. My original one's a uh, like a dwarf guy, and he has a big hammer and an axe, and um, that was my. Um, ex-sister-in-law she um designed all that (coughs) i kind of told her what i wanted she's an artist so i had her to draw it all up when i first started doing it and and uh he kind of came up with this new one and it's like that yeah it's it's, cool it's pretty pimp i knew that jordan was gonna like it well are you are you a big transformers fan are you yeah okay see come on man it's it's this t-shirt design (laughs) yeah i am i am as well Uh, i have um when Pepsi did this whole scenario where you could pick, collect all the Pepsi caps, I have the Optimus one. Where you can have it's still in the box too. I think I know exactly what you're talking about. It's uh, like a like a it's an Optimus truck that puts a Pepsi in yeah, its in its truck yeah. bed. Yeah, Pepsi Prime. Yep. Yep. I, I, I remember being a kid. I remember seeing that on the Walmart shelf. I was like, dude, that looks cool. But it was like I'm pretty sure it was like forty bucks at the time and my dad was like, No, I'm not buying you that. I have it I got it from the Pepsi points. Really? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yes. Because okay, I remember Pepsi points now. My my grandma and grandpa would they would so my grandma and grandpa they would buy Pepsi all the time and to redeem these Pepsi points to redeem things and free things and then my grandpa would then take the bottle caps and make things out of them like American flags and whatnot. Oh, cool. Yeah, he was big in the craft stuff too. He used to make things out of popsicle sticks and like, um, are you've probably been to Iowa for a while, haven't you? Then you've been born and raised, or are you comparing popsicle sticks to what my good friend Andy does over no, there? No, there's some cool Sir? stuff you can do with popsicle sticks. Well, I mean, I, an, an Iowa native knows this is the British bridges of Madison County, right? Mm-hmm. My grandpa made a replica of the bridge, one of the bridges, and he gave it to the Winterset Museum, um, and they had it on display for like. A decade. Hmm. They actually they okay. That is pretty. Cool. They had a, an actual real scale model made, um, like perfectly accurate. So they actually put ended up putting the popsicle stick one in, in their attic storage and then having that one on display instead. But you know, it was still cool to have it that he had it there for a while. Hmm. That is cool. They should build like a little village with all the things they have up in the attic. <laughs> that would be cool. Like a, make it another attraction. Yeah. There you go. See. So it is safe to say that you've embraced like the 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 dwarf tinkerer look. <laughs> Pretty much. All right. Cool. Cause like your beard is epic, bro. I just want you to know that. If nobody's telling you that, I will tell you that your beard is epic. Thanks. You're welcome. I mean that 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 takes <clears throat> effort to have a beard like that. Yeah. I like, gotta brush it. I gotta talk to it. I gotta make sure. <laughs> yeah, it's you gotta to it. you gotta have good energy to it. Yeah. Well. See, I gotta make sure it feels loved. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to yell at it. See, I, I had a 
I, me and Isaac both had uh, beards <laughs> at some point. Give this to him. Okay. Is this a new one that's showing? Oh, oh my goodness, dude. There's no magnets in it okay. yet. Okay. That's why you said it was unfinished. All right. Roll. <laughs> <laughs> Read it. It says Read it. roll for stealth. And? Um, it's it's, got, it's a Sasquatch. It's the it's Bigfoot. Bigfoot on the Bigfoot. Uh, Nat 20. I don't feel like getting up. For the so. last 100 years. <laughs> that's awesome. That's great. That is wonderful. So that you got to be a, like a joke writer, huh? Just a little um, bit? The one I created last week says, uh, as a free action, can I uh, regret my life choices? <laughs> <laughs> that's great, man. That's actually fantastic. And then I put all the... The seven D and the seven poly dice on there. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's great. I like that. I love that a lot. Um, actually, let's see. Uh, Tasha came up with uh, "Time flies when you're mentally ill." All right. Yeah, that's 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 fair. definitely uh, fair. Very fair. Um, sometimes when I'm making one, I'm like, "Is it funny? Is it good? Is it not?" So I'll kind of pass it around to some group of friends, and they're like, "Yeah." Okay, make that one. Probably the, the clever ones, are, I would imagine, are probably the best sellers. Like the really clever ones. Crying as a free action is the most popular. Okay. Because, okay. you know, when you die, you don't <laughs> you don't want to miss out on your free action. You want to roll the dice and see if you can get your character back. Yeah, yeah. You don't see, wanna... uh, at Ragbri, he had a plaque that had Philippians 4.13 on it, but there was a misspelling on it. <laughs> and so his wife... Asked us, our booth, if it was a good idea to have on the back say, God doesn't make mistakes, but I sure do. That would have been the funniest thing I've seen in a long time. Yeah. That's great. That's great. That's yeah. actually, like, was it was it purposefully misspelled or, like, no, did it just kind of happen? I missed it. Okay. Yeah. It's like I was, like, double-checking uh, things, you know, and you're like, huh, I missed it. Okay. It's like his movie trailer. Yeah. Yeah. See, I made, so I'm a, part, a small-time filmmaker, and uh, I hate today's trailers. I feel like they share too much, they, they try too hard, they show too much of the movie. You basically see the movie when, when you see the trailer, and I am not all about that, right? So, for as long as I can get away with in my career... It's going to be a really hard pitch to probably like A24 Studios or something like that. But I'm going to stand in front of a whiteboard and softly describe my movie. And with my charm and my wit, it is a trailer worth watching. I'm just going to describe it. And so I have this short film that's in the works, technically, right now. Um, Supposed to... uh, it was Its original release was December 15th, but... My male lead dropped out a couple times, and so it's on a to-be-determined release date. But with all that said... So the next guy you have do it, are you just going to have him wear a green suit? So that way if you have to fill it in, you can have might as well at this point hire a freaking boss-ass editor, and that's where all of the freaking budget will go into. CGI guy in there. Yeah, yeah, C- a completely CGI character. <laughs> um but yeah, I, I do this uh, this trailer, and I write on the whiteboard the title of it. And the title is Marketplace, but I forget the T. And so at the very end, I'm like, oh, shoot, I just noticed I forgot the T. One second. And I said, thank you. See it. Bye-bye. And yeah, um, I, I think I play it off well enough for people to think that by design I forgot the T, but I, did, I, I actually forgot the T, so. 
we all try to make things up, make things a little bit better. Mistakes make things better sometimes, <laughs> like a, a plaque or a trailer. But yeah, it's good. It's good, and it, uh, it, it it worked, I guess. For the so, how part. hard or easy is it to be part of Des Moines Con, like to submit yourself? Well, this will be my third year doing Des Moines Con. Submitting into it, yeah. Like mm. how 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 painful is the process? It's pricey. Yeah, but like, okay, I guess that's more of a question to get back with Austin Buckner. He said he keeps talking about how we haven't. He keeps on forgetting to send us the link, and then blah 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 blah. But yeah, we, the we guy gotta, who runs it's a pretty nice guy. I've heard. I've, I've had long conversations. I did Twin Cities Con, and we talked up there too. Really? Yeah. Ice Cream Sunday also did Twin Cities Con. I didn't re-up it. Uh, the okay. price increase was too much for the drive out there. And mm, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. it went up 150 bucks in Dang. one year. Dang. See, since we are a podcast, we're trying to get a booth as people who are not selling product, but selling who we are. As in, like, if we're not trying to make money at the booth... There's like something very specific that we need to fill out in order to be there for cheaper or free, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we just haven't figured that quite out. There's like a See, link that's in different a than what I do. Somewhere. I go yeah. up there, I fill out all my info, I pay them the money. Yeah. And since we're the first ones kind of there because it's day one kind of thing, then we're kind of yeah in. Um. So is it is it normally like at the time of the event, at the time of con that you that you I apply. Well, so I did them the first year, and since we were one of the first ones to sign up, we had a pretty introductory price. Okay. And then uh, the price went up that first year, and then it went up again this next year. So, yeah, I don't understand why the price is rising when Des Moines Con is dying every single year, but, you know. He might have had it just a little too big this last year, and he... It was, like, right on the verge there, so I don't think he'll make it as big as he did last year. Because, like, I don't know, just one of my friends. He kind of had some overlapping. Your first year of Des Moines Con boothing is my first year of actually going to Des Moines Con. And so I don't know how big it was before any of these years. Half the size, the year before. So I was told, like, in 2016 when, like, Stan Lee was there, packed. Completely packed. 2016. Different con. I don't know. This is is a mutual friend of ours. His name is Casey. Um, He used to go every year. Um, I remember when Stan Lee was in town. And uh, he he said it was just just Des Moines con. But, like, maybe I could... I suppose I could see... Maybe it was something else. It might have been, and I just didn't realize it. I could could see if it was something different that just kind of... And that died out, and then something took its place... And then now that's Des Moines Con, or maybe he, uh, maybe it was one, and then he took over it. I don't know. Maybe I, I guess I don't really know. I don't know that either because I mean, the behind the scenes aspect of that stuff. So yeah, let's see. Maybe I can look it up. But um, that's what I heard. What what what, would, what was your first event? Like <sighs> first big thing where you were like, all right, this is my big break. This is where I'm going to sell a bunch of stuff, get publicity. I think I really realized I could make something of it when I did the Ren Fair. Okay. All right. What year? I don't know. Yeah? I, when, it, was, it was a while ago. When were you established 
as Dwarven Workshop? So I think I made the name 10, 11 years ago. Really? Yeah. Nice. And you've been just on that grind ever since, Dan. Well, I worked another. I worked a full-time job for most of it. Okay. And so I worked, you know, 40, 60 hours a week there. And then I worked the shop. Nice. And then I built things, you know, built some tables, built some... Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, I built a, some nightstands and when I first started and stuff like that. And then, uh, yeah, and then I went to small things when I started doing the shows because I realized you had to do small things. You couldn't take all your big things. And then <laughs> I started doing big things recently again. So Okay. You were right. It was a different con. What it was, was that? It was Wizard World Comic Con. Really? Yes. I have no clue. I've, if, I've never heard of that before. Um, Wizard World's still around, I think, too. Just, is it? I think okay. so. I, I guess I don't know. They just um, don't like coming to Iowa. <clears throat> Stanley was there in 2017, and actually Kevin Conroy was there in 2016. Really? It was. It, so it, it's a curse to be part of that. It was so huge. huge. Wizard World Des Moines. Let's see. It just took me to Des Moines Come. Oh, well, here's a fan expo. Link. There's another Wizard World that's down in Kansas. I wonder if it's the same one. I wonder. This is, okay. Formerly Wizard World shows. I wonder if Wizard World is one of those things that was a touring con. Let's see. Kind of like QuadCon, then? I'm thinking... Because he travels around. Like he goes that. to... Uh, Omaha, he okay. goes to... Um, Quad Cities? Quad Cities, he goes to... Looks like the Pe last... I think he's out in Peoria, too. Freaking really? I think so. It looks like the last Wizard World Not, Comic well, Con no, was he's, 2018. He's out near that way. Mm. Okay. Um, Interesting. So, Andy, what's your favorite thing to make? Favorite thing to make? Yeah. The thing where I get to be creative. All right. So, like, one-offs? Kind of, yeah. When I, when someone's like, hey, I know it sounds weird, but like, I, I want there to be a budget, you know, so I know what I'm building, but I like, they're like, hey, just go use the wood you want, be creative, go make it. I like to have some, some kind of structure though, you know, because I don't like that whole uh, money, you know, some, you know, there's always a, you know, line. I'm assuming you do commissions, right? I do. Okay. And so like, I'll do, I, the, my coolest commission I ever did though was a um, nightstand that was a armory, basically. What? That, for, like, guns? Or yeah. Like, that's cool. So the top had magnets, and it was such a tight seal, and you had to lift with it. And so it lifted up, and then I think he fit six in that section, and it lifted out <laughs> like a box. And then he had six in that section. And then the back, if he really needed to, he could push it forward. And there was, like, section for a uh, shorter sawed-off in there. And then... It's a darn shame Simon was, isn't here for this, because I, I almost <laughs> promised you... <laughs> he'd he be would, all over he it. Would, uh, he'd, he would ask for your, uh, your number and be like, I'm going to buy something. <laughs> the drawer pulled out, and then he had Velcro on top, like, for putting stuff up top. So I think he fit three up there. And then there was a false bottom for papers. Wow. And so I drilled a hole in the bottom of the drawer so he could push it up and get the papers, money, paper, parchment, whatever it was in there. He wanted to hide in there. And then we built false sides in the bottom to put uh, 
whatever he wanted on the sides that's too. Cool. I mean, this thing was that's like an, great. And I built it at like an inch and a half thick thick ash, and so it's um, that's sturdy too. Yeah, it's gonna last it, a it was lifetime. Be- it, it's beautiful, and like I put I put skeleton key locks in, and so like I couldn't find like front piecing things for the for the keys, and so I like fine detailed like just sawing them out and like glued them on and then i like had to make it was cool that sounds amazing that sounds trying to engineer how this thing was gonna fit in the magnet top so like no one would know it was there and so like it was like a half it was it was fun How, uh, how do you price something like that what i try to do is i figure out what the cost of wood is and i figure out like any of the extras i'm gonna need glue screws yada that kind of stuff and i figure out in that and then i figure out how much t- time it's going to take and then i'm like all right estimate time this much and then i kind of just price it out that way okay and if i'm wrong on my time then that's on me okay so cool. you do clients usually pay beforehand or after depends okay. um most of the time i have them pay like a partial upfront okay and then I have them pay the rest when they deliver. Okay, I guess that that could factor into like like labor time because like, it, you give them the estimate and then if it takes a little bit longer, you can be like, all right. I mean, is... I could, but I told you already. I guess I mean true. I mean, there yeah. there that's that's res- that's really respectful. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that do the commission work stuff, and they just like change, be like, hey, it actually took this long, so now you owe this much money. And I don't want to be that. So. Yeah, that's that's good. I respect that. He's Fist a man bump. of the people. Man of the people, yes. Good Andy Goodman. He's a good man. <laughs> you know, uh, Tim from church, he also started uh, started doing yeah, some he did. woodworking commissions. He does, he does uh, cornhole boards. Those are really other things. He did uh, he did something for the, the Blue Line like association or whatever okay. recently that was uh, like... Um, it was like a, a a wooden cabinet with a with a built-in like one of those igloo cooler things. Okay, so it's is it like two benches in the middle section with an igloo cooler? No, I think it's just just like, just like a cabinet, okay, sort of thing, chest sort of thing. That's pretty popular little design though, with the two chairs and an igloo in the middle. I've seen that. I've seen that like on Pinterest or something like that. Yeah, it's been around for a minute. Yeah, they're cool though. They're they're very cool. Um, What would you say? What's the most expensive thing you've done? Hmm. Probably like large furniture. Probably. Have you ever had like? uh, those big lawn chairs, big lawn chairs, giant like ones. Like those, those big lawn chairs that out of wood. No, I've never made one. Ooh, dude. Ooh. So, so yeah. What's like? Uh, surely the most expensive one is the largest thing that you've done. There's a few. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Think about like intricate details too. Those also True. add add True. definitely add time and money. Yeah. So it depends on the wood. And the that wood. Too. There's a, a there's a dice box I, I made for myself made out of a wood called bacote. Bacote. Mm-hmm. It smells like pickles. Smells like pickles. smells like pickles. Yeah, that's interesting. And I'm like, I could sell this, but I'd have to sell it one of like I sell these for forty, and I'd probably have to sell it for like at least ninety because of the wood yeah. price. Really? Yeah. It's a where, where is bacote out of? Not 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 the uh, United States. Really? I, I was gonna I guess gonna say like Korean maybe. Um, I, I can't remember off the top of my head where it's okay. from. Um, like Purple Hearts from um, Africa. I th- 
Okay, so I was getting backwards. There's Paduke and there's Purple Heart. Mm-hmm. And so one's one place and one's Brazil, one's... Yeah, so then... But they're not from here. You're looking... Not from here. <laughs> that's that's the big one. Not from here, so that means it's expensive. expensive. <laughs> um, I think Imported. Purple Heart, last I checked, was like 20-something dollars a board foot. Okay. I'm trying. So I looked into the pricing of Purple Heart when I was in high school. It's in gone my up. shop class. And that, yeah, I think it was like... I think I want to say it was like twelve dollars a foot. So it went up and then it went back down again. Okay. And for a while there, it was like nine, ten. Really. But then walnut even went up this last year. Really. Walnut's like eighteen, nineteen dollars a board foot. That's surprising because isn't walnut native to Iowa? It yeah, it is, but it, it it fluctuates with the demand. Okay, I guess yeah, yeah, that's a big part of it. And so when it starts getting more and more people wanting it again, it fluctuates up. Do you ever work with like raw wood, like logs? I do. I um, I just picked up a trailer load of wood. Um, okay. and it's a lot of live edge, and I'm going to turn in some furniture pieces. See, my grandpa, he has a firewood business. And uh, a lot of my knowledge about wood comes from that. Um, and then the other half of it comes from my shop class. A lot of my knowledge about wood comes from Minecraft. I don't know squat. I know nothing. You can tell me. Ooh, this is made out of this kind of wood. I'll be like, okay, cool, and I'll have the same answer for the next twelve different types of wood, it, except for maybe when you say oak, I'm like, ooh, oak, and I I say that for no reason in particular, but I know what oak is. So yeah, well, I started teaching a class up at that store, uh, store I'm up in, in in the mall. You want to drop the address of, uh, or maybe. I don't know, addresses within malls might be weird, but do you want to drop your location, like your static location of where you operate and sell stuff? Well, I, I do it out of my home mostly. Oh, oh. maybe yeah. don't drop that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no. I do have stores I'm in. Like I'm in a few stores in Des Moines area, and then uh, I'm kind of making that kind of a hub right now. Yeah, so yeah. I don't have to drop a few things people's homes i'm gonna let them pick it up there because it's kind of a central location anyway so you can just tell someone hey go pick it up at this store or yeah. like whatever and you, you i think that's really effective i mean that's something like like amazon does yeah. like instead of having it delivered directly to your house you can have it de- delivered to a drop-off location oh it saves on shipping and yeah. i don't have to drive around like a grub up guy <laughs> yeah so as you were saying before i rudely interrupted uh, your class I'm starting to teach like a woodworking class at this store, so like people w- don't know about wood, they can come learn about it. Ah, like and then they can get wood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You keep making the joke, man. Hey, he's <laughs> willing to give wood. I'm willing to take it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you need to. Be I don't stopped. think he knows what the, <laughs> he thinks he thinks he's saying. I'm willing to take all the wood. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> Please stop. He's going to get some messages in his <laughs> inbox later. We're going to get some comments on this episode that oh, are just trust not me, great. My mother is already so concerned. My my girlfriend is the leading factor that everybody, like, I have a girlfriend. People still think I'm not straight. It's crazy. Do you have to tell them, hey, I have a girlfriend and, and she's not imaginary? Yes. A good cover up. Yes. Yeah, she's a paid actor. That's why I'm broke all the time. <laughs> She's an hourly thing. It's crazy. It's cool that you're teaching something. Uh, how often do you do that? Like, um, I'm trying it right now on uh, Tuesdays, and so it's okay. um, like once a week. Then, yeah, right now we're gonna okay. see how that goes. Um, 
have you is this going to be like your first course or have you done it already or I, I just recently started this up so that will be my second one tomorrow yeah tomorrow okay nice and then uh, we did an epoxy class on friday oh teach how to do epoxy that's cool which is a whole nother thing yeah yeah and then we're gonna do a painting class this friday so i'm burning into canvases and we're gonna paint them Nice. Yeah. Burning into canvases. <clears throat> yeah. Do what you? does that mean? So I'll take like a design and then we'll burn it into the canvas, like a, you know, like a painter's canvas. Yeah, yeah. And then it'll be like a paint by number. Well, not really, but. Okay. And I see what you're saying now. That's actually really neat. So then you won't have to draw it out and use complete your imagination. We'll, I'll you just fill in the dots, I guess, or connect the dots. Or paint. Paint. Yeah. Slap it on there. <laughs> and then you can make like a Christmas gift for somebody or yeah. go on a yeah. date and like put them next to each other and be like, that was mine and that was hers. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that, that is so cool that like, I don't know. They say that the, the sign of mastering something is that you're capable of teaching it, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, I, don't, I don't know where you, you imagine going with this class, but like, you know how cool it would be? Like if I like... In a couple of years, sign up for a woodworking shop at DMAC, and you're just the teacher there. <laughs> I, I do the Ames Farmers Market, and they asked me to teach the the laser stuff up there. Really? And I was like, I don't, I'm not that good. Really? <laughs> yes. I, I got plenty of Chinese up here if you want some. I think that's called slavery. What? <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, can you go get some cat food? That's not what they eat, Mom. That's like super offensive. She loves me. Sometimes. Who feeds Asian people cats? Come on, Isaac. Like we all know that it's not cat food, it's cat. Like bro. Or dog. Okay. Okay. Um what is your favorite word wood to work with? I am so sorry, Austin Buckner. <laughs> We have a visitor. Oh, do we? Just ignore him. What is your favorite food? Or favorite food? Favorite wood to work with? Um, there's a few. I like um ash. Ash is a good wood. I, I it's um kind of versatile. Mm -hmm. Um, balsa wood. Hi, Terry. You work with balsa wood? Balsa Not wood usually. Not okay. usually. Yeah, it's too soft. Yeah. Balsa wood. You, you can't turn it into things. Yeah. I like walnut. Walnut's a good one. Uh, lately, I've been doing a lot with oak. Hey, I, oak, nice. You know, you know, <laughs> I know oak. <laughs> See, yeah. do, do they have oak on Minecraft? Yes. Yeah. I know they got the birches and the and the and the beaches on there. Yes, I think beach was actually new. Is it? I think that's one of the. More I know they had birch ones. and I, I knew. So when when Minecraft came out, there was uh, there was oak, there was birch, and then there was. Uh, Spruce. Mm, okay, that's what I was um, thinking. Um, but they have branched out so much. They've got acacia wood now. Um, they've got uh, dark oak. Um, What's happening? <laughs> just Tyrion, just going in and out of the doors. We're a top of the line podcast, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we try to be, but sometimes it just doesn't. Happen. We just need an, a different environment. But you know that'll that'll come when we have money. Yeah, I get it. But it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Ice cream Sunday—they have cat buttholes on their podcasts. Sometimes, yes, yes, so, they do. Yeah. Yes, they do. Because cats turn around and do things. Yeah, they turn around, and lift their tail up, have no mind to the camera, and you know, 
Cats are that's that how way. it be, you know. And then we have a, a nephew, so to each their own. But the most common sets of wood that or types of wood that my grandfather gets is like you know oak. Ash is a big one. Um, pine. That's the one he usually uses for. Uh, I think that's the one he usually uses for winter wood, just because it burns fast. <clears throat> um, I picked up some Kentucky coffee tree. I don't even know what that is. Actually. I didn't either yeah. until I picked it up. Kentucky coffee tree. Yeah, well, I thought we were not talking about is wood that, anymore. Is that like a nice like? I'm assuming that's like a nice like kind of smoky brown color. It's actually pretty like yellowish white. And really? It, yeah, and it has some definitive grain in it. Are we talking about ooze again? Stop it. <laughs> it has. Um, let me see if I can pick up a picture. Of it. That's what I'm about to Google it right now. Okay, Kentucky coffee. Kentucky. What? Kentucky coffee tree. It, there Kentucky it is, right there. Tree. Let me see what they picked up out of Kentucky. So I turned this some bowls out of it the other day. <laughs> it's giving yeah? me a bunch of pictures of trees. Uh, look up uh, the wood. wood. Yeah, wood. Kentucky coffee tree wood. Wood. Otherwise, you'll get the trees. We talk yeah. about wood in this episode. Oh. Hey, uh, and Andy, you uh, ever watch the um, what are the twins? You kind of remind me of them. Mm-hmm. Their uh, podcast. Yeah, it's uh, my the stuff I got's a little whiter than that. What What's their podcast name? Uh, the Hodge Twins. Oh. oh, we talked about those kids a lot when we were over at uh, Velisca. Velisca Axe Murder House. The way he talks on his podcast kind of reminds me of that. Really. <laughs> that makes him sad. Because <laughs> he does the. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was thinking of completely different twins. These guys are cool. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. I guess I was thinking about twins. Different. These guys twins, are too. hilarious. Yeah, it's the stuff I got's kind of like that, but it's more, I think spalted too. So it's really got like a. I'm trying to... The greens are like pretty in it though. This guy said I have the same sense of humor as the Hodge twins. I am. I am. I am blushing. This is amazing. Thank you so much, Andy. You're allowed to come on the pod uh, whenever you want. <laughs> this is great. <clears throat> You're liking that though, isn't it? It's, it's a really pretty. It does look nice. It's a very nice natural wood coloring like to it. Mm-hmm. And the grain, it's like um, the grain is very prominent, kind of like a Douglas almost. I don't know what that is either, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Douglas, we got the genius over here. Douglas is like a pink pine. Douglas is like the street. So I live Douglas on. is a fir. Douglas fir. Like a Christmas tree thing? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm bad with a lot of the names. So there's I know, pine, like, pine tree, which stuff. is a Christmas yeah, yeah. tree, and then yeah. there's your Douglas. So the Douglas is more For, pink. Okay. It, yeah. Okay. See, we only pretend to not know, so you can legitimize yourself. Oh, on the podcast. appreciate that. I mean, yeah, you gotta, I'm, you gotta, gotta show, you gotta <laughs> show your genius on the pod, um, so people are like, yeah, maybe I can. I've been can. making some barnwood furniture and so barnwood, barnwood, like yeah. re- repurposed barnwood. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's cool. Sick. And so, like, Recycling. Douglas is actually more like a pine look because it's more like a yellow after time, and it's really got a beautiful green back in the from when it was made. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. That's really cool. Repurposed barnwood is like. It, it it adds a lot of character to things. That's what this is. Really? No. The, the, the bottle opener. Okay. I'll With an F-bomb on it. Um, I know you would appreciate that. <laughs> I think the the rarest stuff that my grandfather usually comes across is uh, actually Red Oak. Um, and I only know that because of the town, Red Oak, Iowa. Because um, I had some family that lived there for a while. And... Uh, 
and he'd he'd make a big deal of it whenever he got some. It was like he the last he hasn't had any for a few years, but like he, he used to come across it every white day. oak's more rare right now. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because they're cutting it up to because that's you have to have white oak for your barrels, like whiskey barrels and stuff. All the barrels. Really? I guess I suppose anything colored would probably like it's alter the things. Tannins that are in it. Tannin is like uh, the fibers, right? Like, mm-hmm. y'all, the, y'all basically should be speaking Spanish. I well, don't know. you should know. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a. Somehow it affects the beer, the wine, the whiskey, the whatever. It's How am in. I supposed to know about alcohol? <laughs> he doesn't drink. I, d- I don't really either. Really? Mm-mm. See, I'm a wannabe mixologist, bartender guy. So like, I like to learn about it. I grew up in a bar as a kid. Really? My, my family owned a bar growing That's cool. up. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. So I'd go there and eat breakfast every morning and. Um, if you're if you're curious, um, I watched this guy. Um, his his channel is called How to Drink. Yeah, on, on YouTube, he's he's kind of a nerd. He plays video games and like he's into Dungeons and Dragons and stuff. But <clears throat> but he's he's not even actually uh, like educated. He just he's pretty much self taught and he's read a few books about things and he gets really creative with things. He's really he's really neat. Taught himself um, how to drink, how to do mixology and stuff, uh, like how um, to make them. Yeah. Um, he, he's really well versed in the history of it, um, history of drinks and stuff. So I, I check him out. Maybe it might be interesting. Um, I was up in a mead bar up in, uh, Davenport. Hey, sweet. And, uh, I think it's the honey, um, it's honey something, but it's a mead bar up there. And so me is really interesting. Like, oh I, yeah. So they ha- they let you see in the. It's kind of like how they make beer, but it it's in the. There's a process to it. See, I've uh, I've actually thought about making my own meat a couple times because it's it's like the easiest one that you can make at home. Um, all you really need is just honey. Like a, a nice honey, a nice jug, um, some yeast, and uh, uh, like you can make it out of dandelions too. Yes, I I I've seen that. I've seen that. Um, I, I, I also watched a gaming YouTube group and they, they started actually branching out and doing other content. And one of them was they were making their own meat. Hmm. Um, one time, uh, they were doing it. And since they were like these goofy fun group, um, and one of the guys that was in this group was a huge wrestling fan. Hey. He just threw a John Cena action figure in one. Nice. And, uh, just to see what happened. Nice. It went bad. It did not turn out good it was very very not good Thanks, i'm assuming it was either the plastic or like maybe the metal bacteria or something in the action figure it's just yeah it just in it spoiled the, the whole thing so i have a buddy here in town he makes his own he had he made it all for his wedding he did beer wine he made it all that's cool that's really cool he's, Making your he's my buddy i call like hippie hippie okay. yeah he does not think he's a hippie but his parents <laughs> were hippies and he's a hippie. My <laughs> grandparents are, are definitely hippies. He, so uh, the bright colors, the long hair. Well, he... Mm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he... Uh, the had, thinking that everything should be free. And I, <laughs> I, I, I guess actually, I'm a hippie, too. He's though. actually a really cool guy. He uh, he works for a the refugee farm place here in town. Oh, really? Yeah. And so he I take, have no clue that existed. I'm, I'm trying to think what it's called now. Um, I'm going to draw a blank. But it's a refugee thing. They help refugees grow gardens around here. Well, that's cool. And so then they help them because they have different foods that we don't eat at our grocery stores. And so then they can grow their things that's from things their from their native. culture, yeah. and and then it actually helps sustain around their area too. That's really cool. Cool. You know can people. we can we put a quick pin in this to talk about fancers? Yeah. Sweet. So. 
Andy Fancers is basically just uh, this this repeating pattern of ask a question on this episode to then have it be answered on the next. And so this week is simple question for my friends. What is your favorite ice cream flavor? Because naturally, last week we had the Ice Cream Sunday podcast on. So <clears throat> we had. Did we answer easy. that one this week, or we answer it next? So week? we answer it. We'll have you this answer week. it. We're gonna have you propose a question this week, to then have us read the answers next week. Okay. Yeah. We, this well, is. We a, usually have the guests also answer last week's. Yeah, question. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, what is your favorite ice cream flavor, sir? I have two. Go for it. Okay, that's interesting. I like a nice marshmallow malt. Okay. Okay, yeah, that's a, that's definitely a new one. Um, I've not heard something like that before. And I also like like a nice salted caramel. Hey. Like, salted caramel is just... Right. when you Or rip your float. Okay. You're having a really bad day. Have a rip your float. <laughs> Fixes Honestly, all the sadness. you're right. you absolutely right about that. I remember it coming depends home on your mood. nights, and yeah. I was just like... You know what would make my day better? A nice root beer float. Yes, sir. See? Yes, sir. I don't drink, but I'll have a nice root beer float <laughs> any day. Yeah, I think I mentioned last episode that there was an era where salted caramel was my go-to. But a root beer float always sounds fun. Oh, it fills the sadness. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Fills the sadness. Root beer floats. Like, I'm still on my, you know, they're like, so do you drink a lot? You know, when I sell a bottle, I was like, no, I have a root beer float. And people <laughs> think I'm kidding, but no. I'd rather have a root beer float than a... Yes, sir. Playing off of that, I gotta talk about the, one of the funniest things Isaac's ever done. What? It was his 21st birthday. We were up at the the game day, right up there at the Merle High Mall, um, and he goes up to the bartender and he goes, "Hey, it's my 21st birthday today. Can I get a nice glass of milk?" <laughs> it was chocolate milk, sir. Come on. Same diff. It was. I instantly was floored i was like my goodness this guy <laughs> did they make it for you absolutely yes, they absolutely did absolutely are you kidding me oh it was fantastic it was a damn good because like glass you, just, of chocolate you, you led led into it like i'm gonna order something tasty something i've always wanted and it was just chocolate milk <laughs> never go to a mexican restaurant on your birthday why? They would automatically bring you a tequila. Oh, for real? Yeah. Like as an adult? Yeah. Because I've gone as a child, but yes, not as an adult. As an adult, <laughs> I don't like tequila. A person who is twenty-one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They bring you the cheapest tequila they got, and they pour it out there for you, and they sing you with a sombrero, and they give you a, a drink. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. Let's find out what everybody's favorite ice cream flavor is. Easily the most answers we've I was ever gotten. Say, this is the most answers we've ever so, gotten. So, yeah, Andy, if you want to try to break a record, find a question that a lot of people will have an answer for, like your favorite ice cream flavor. Miracle Pain says chocolate. That's Marcellus says mint chocolate chip. Jonathan Collins says mint chocolate chip. Chelsea Bollinger says mint chocolate chip. Deb Baker Belcher says strawberry sundae. Sabrina Carroll your mother says everything because I'm not allowed to eat it anymore. Why? That, that brings me know. much sadness. Yeah, Something about her, her, the thing she's got going on. Oh, yeah. Dairy. They have non dairy ice cream. Yeah. If that's a thing. Ooh, yeah. I don't know about that. Tried it once. Sherbet. You can get the Sherbet. Sherbert. I Sherbert? don't know what exactly is it? it is that she can't have right now. I, Sugars? I meant to ask her, her about that, but I just. Yeah, it's fine. fine. You can get that soy uh, ice cream. <laughs> soy, soy ice cream. I don't know soy how bacon. good. I don't know how good that would be, but I mean, yeah. it's a thing. 
Bill Martin says chocolate. Jennifer Lingelbach Kicks says Rocky Road, closely followed by Mint Chip. Kathy Martin says Butter Pecan. Adrian Brown says Chocolate Chip Cookie Dough. Lola Ryan says Butter Brickle. Derek James Vance says Chocolate Fudge Brownie. Uh, my grandfather, he just puts a gif of someone holding ice cream. That ice cream is pink, so I'm assuming that he likes strawberry. Uh, <laughs> moving on, Bu- Bethany Ortiz says Bubblegum. Sandra Martin says oh, Cookies and Cream. Karen Martin says Lemon. Blake Davis says Twist. Avery Tidwell says strawberry. Lacey Lingelbach says cookie dough. Debbie Lingelbach says vanilla. Lexi Lingelbach says Neapolitan. Jill says mint chocolate chip. And Mason Dean James Rogers says a good old Snickers blizzard. Well, if I have to figure out a question that's going to beat all that. I mean, if you want. Honestly, like. I personally just love questions that have a ton of answers, so. That is seriously the most answers we've ever gotten. I think that was 23 to 28 answers. I'm not going to count. So now we need 30. Yeah, (laughs) we need 30. Uh, Favorite type of wood. (laughs) I was going to say we could say what Isaac's favorite type of wood is, but that could get you. (laughs) (laughs) What is Isaac's favorite type of wood? Oh. Since we've been ta- since Isaac's been talking about wood all day. Yeah, I like my wood the way I like my coffee. Free. Dark. Free. I mean, that's pretty dark over there. Mounted up now. <sighs> yeah. Is there? But yeah, you got any uh, good questions? Hmm. Uh, it could be something that we've already talked about. Could be about your work. Could be something else. It could be whatever you want. Hmm. Hmm. Something goofy, something serious. I gotta think hard now. I got to be thirty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, it's just it's tricky because like the ones that get the most answers are like the ones that like everyone's got an answer for. Right. But, like you have to like you have to think, think about, about that. I feel like you almost don't have to think about that. You know how quick like, you would think you wouldn't, but like then you do. Because like I feel like the questions that beg the most answers are ones where people don't have to actually think about it. Yeah. You know? Nothing deep. What's your favorite kind of pants? I don't know. The ones I put on in both feet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> hmm. The question can be, what's everybody going to do over the wintertime? Okay. I like that. That's a good question, because then everybody would have an answer. You know, like... It's going to... Yeah. If we're trying to go for numbers, yeah, that would be perfect. That yeah. would be the question. Or maybe like a, a, a favorite thing to do over the wintertime. There you go. What's Boom. Your, what's your favorite thing to do over yeah, wintertime? Like, passionate. They can talk about going to spend time with family. They can yeah. go say, you know. Yeah. They can say going to go sledding because, you know, all the snow we've had so far. Yeah. I uh, My favorite thing to do around wintertime is go on walks where everybody's like, oh, my God, why did you do that? Or uh, wear sandals at inappropriate times. That's... You just always wear sandals. That's sandals and, sho- and, and Dude, shorts? sandals are so easy. I'm not a shorts and I sandals am. guy. I am. Um, Especially while you're shoveling. <laughs> I like it. I like it. But, like, sandals are just so convenient. Like, you know how long it took me to put these on today? Not long at all. You okay. know how well your toes are not protected in my shop? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. If, it, if it's that, then I'll put some shoes on. Okay, good. You know? Like uh, we'll have to make you some uh, steel-toed slip-ons. Yeah, like I've I've had blue-collar jobs and these are slip-ons. <clears throat> they're, they're pretty comfy. I turned a pair of shoes into some steel-toed slip-ons. Just he... cut, cut the heels off. 
Just slide him right on. Isaac used to work in a, a factory, and he they had like these these things you would fit over your. They're shoes. called clappers. Yeah, the yellow things. Yeah. What factory? EP two electrical power products. We would make uh, giant electrical boxes. It's like a fuse box, but for like whole neighborhoods. That's oh, sweet. What we, yeah, like I would the... sand steel all day. Sounds fun. It can be. You know, it gets a little bit repetitive, but when you can listen to whatever you want throughout the eight-hour shift and just do what you're given, pretty easy. Yeah. Pretty easy. And then he went, started going to school, and they were like, we don't like you anymore. Well, when you go to a job where everybody's full-time, and then you say, hey, I'm a student now, I can only work this many hours, you might lose respect some, with some people, but... I don't yeah. think I've ever worked a job where I could just be like, hey, can I work part-time? Yeah? No. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I work at Hy-Vee. They, they'd... Hy-Vee would. If, if I asked for, for that, they'd be like, please, thank you. Because <laughs> they don't have to pay me anymore. Or yeah. pay me as much. I mean, Right. Which Hy-Vee? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, right now, I work at the, right now at the street Urbandale. So. I have a friend. His wife's not working up there. At, at Urbandale? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's she do? What's her name? <laughs> Uh, Stephanie. I think I've, I've. She's new. I've met a few Stephanies. I mean, okay. I've met a few. Has Stephanie. she worked at? Has she worked at another Ivy? No. Okay. Just that she's new working up there. Okay. I so I, I've been at Ivy for almost eight years. Or no, maybe now. she's working the grounds one. I don't know. But See, I don't know. Maybe I've worked at Ivy for almost eight years. I started at the Urbandale store. I've also worked over at the Coralville Number Two store. Um, Why well, not the Coralville number one? Coralville number two Jordan was the new is just, store, the fancy Jordan's one. Jordan's just not a number one kind of it guy. It also you know? was two blocks from my house that I was living in at the time with my grandparents. Long story there. I don't want to get into it. Um, I ended up moving back over here. worked at Urban Yale again. The Grimes store opened up. I lived in Grimes at the time, so I was like, oh, got to jump on this opportunity. The Grimes store is awful. Don't work there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> he does not mean that. I do mean that. I've said that before. He does not mean that. Okay. Um, the Grime Store. Have Ivy sue us. The it Grime, could be a partner in our future. The Grime Store is. They're uh, independently owned. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Each 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 store is essentially run independently. I've, yeah. I've, I've stated that. I before. love the one that I'm near. Where are you near? Um, <laughs> Euclid. Oh, okay. The one down there by the interstate. Yeah. I've heard a lot of good things about the Euclid store, actually. They do a lot so, of like veteran stuff too, which yeah. is good. Yeah, I've heard about that. Um, there are, yeah. I, I, I don't think I've... Well, maybe I have been there, just not in a long time. But uh, I've heard good things. But uh, I, I left the Grime store because I, I had some some issues I was going through. Is Jordan then, in trouble? What? Did they say Jordan or Tyrion? I don't know. Top of the line podcast. Continue. <laughs> um... I had some issues I was experiencing, so I was just like, oh, I'm going to... And then, then the, the manager, uh, one of the managers here at the Urbandale store was like, hey, you want to come work for me? And I was like, yes. Urbandale store is nice, though, too. It's nice. It was, you know, it was the former top-of-the-line store at Until one Until Ankeny came along. Until Ankeny came along. And, and their then, uh, bougie spice sections. Mm-hmm. And then it was... So it was Urbandale, Ankeny, then Waukee, and then now Grimes... So, Ankeny's got that super spice bougie section. Uh, so... And they've got a cheese shop in there now, too. I've been to... Yeah. 
a, a lot of the Hy-Vees have the Cheese Island now. That's actually where I work. Um, uh, is in the Delicatessen Cheese but it's, Island. But it's like huge though. Like yeah. not just like the Euclid one's like a small section. Yeah. But it's like a yeah. The Urbandale has a nice big one. I think the Grime Store lengthwise is smaller, but they have more product that they keep in it because they're forced to. Much to some of the people that works there's dismay. Um, they don't really like it. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, and then I've been to both the Ankeny stores. Uh, I previously had only been to one of them, but I just actually had to do a delivery to both of them in one day. Um, so I, I've now officially been to both Ankeny stores. They both have a, a pretty they're, large cheese. They're both different, though. They're both, well, they are both very different. Um, that's, that's what was most surprising to me. Um, but I guess, like... You don't normally build two stores in the same city within like the same era. They're er- a good era, enough so. distance, though. Yeah, they they are. They're a good enough distance, but I, like, so Hy-Vee goes through these stages of like of blueprints of like designs, and uh, like you know, like I was saying, you don't typically build two stores in the same city within the same time era, same time range. So like, I I I can expect that they're going to be different, but I was not yeah. expecting that much of a difference yeah. to be honest with you. Um, I think I want to say Ankeny the the Ankeny One store. Ankeny one. I know this means nothing to like people that are nobody. around here. Yeah, um, nothing. Nobody. Usually, it's just like the older Ankeny store, the newer Ankeny store. Doesn't even mean anything. Um, the older Ankeny store was, I think, more similar to Urbandale, um, and the newer Ankeny store is more similar to Grimes, but. Uh, they both have fairly large cheese sections there. Cheese. Cheese. I brought it back to the cheese. Ooh, yeah. cheese. <laughs> Oak cheese. Oak cheese, okay. Oak smoked cheese. Oak smoked cheese. That is, that is a thing, yeah. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Applewood smoked cheese. Mm. Yes, sir. All right, Andy, uh, my teeth are starting to hurt more and more as the minute goes by, so we're going to start wrapping it up. Uh, what is the most important few things that you want the listeners to know about you? How uh, Do you have a website? Do you I can, do. Where can we find you? Stuff like that. Social medias. Do the ultimate plug and play. Let's get it. Um, you can find me at uh, dwarvenworkshop.com or .net. They both work. Um, you can find me on Facebook at dwarvenworkshop. On Instagram too. Um, let's see. You can find me on TikTok for Dwarven Workshop. You can find me on. I even have a Twitter and a uh, something else. I don't know. There's a couple others. I'm I'm so jealous of anybody who can have the same handle across most of the uh, platforms. Because like it depends. Like because like even though I'm trying to push this podcast, I'm trying to push myself as a filmmaker as well. And I have a different name on everything. It's crazy. Yeah. Cause I got in before, like you have to get like day one, get it. And then, so yeah, the thing we struggled with was like certain <laughs> platforms wouldn't allow us to do just a, a normal thing. Like I think Twitter was like, we couldn't do, we couldn't do too many words for some reason. Well, too many words is too many words. It's probably taken it for a few couple reasons. And then, like, I mean, we're not even the first too many words podcast. True. I mean, there's I want this to... other podcast called Too Many Words. They did like a few episodes and then they stopped like so, years ago. We're good to go. Once you hit, so listen to podcasts. Once you hit your 
your flow and you hit 75, you're good. 75? Mm-hmm. Like, listen. We're close or? to the promised no. land. No, you're, you're, so like, you gotta hit your 10. And then you're, yeah. you're good for a while. Like, your, your episodes. But if you can hit 75, you're gonna be good for a while. Okay. Okay. We're yeah. close to that. We're, yeah, we're you are. pretty close. We're like actually. five episodes away from that. After yeah. this. That's what I mean, though. So, like, so once you hit like that, then you're you know you're you're getting there. It's not like you know you got your audience. You got your your you're established. Yeah. yeah, we definitely have our audience now. Like our 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 we definitely have the small audience now. Like we have consistent basis of like at least ten listeners per episode. We're actually averaging like what twenty. So I think we really have done a good job. I'd like to call this a raw audience because uh, it's what we have achieved without going to any conventions, no big events. And that's uh, tough. And not paying for, like, any advertisements. Um, and we've done a couple times on Instagram, but, like, nothing super that, big. Nothing, nothing, nothing crazy And that's expensive. weird. That's, that's hard to do, too. Yeah. You, if you, yeah. yeah. But we have achieved a very consistent 30 to 60 overall eyes every we're at, week. We're and at almost awesome. 70 subscribers on YouTube. We have, you know, 120 followers on Instagram. I don't 21. know. That's right. He 121 counts. followers 121. on Instagram. And I increased your YouTube channels too. Yes. Oh, you subscribed? Really? Well, then I told some other people about it too. Yes. Awesome. That's this amazing. Is, this is an awesome guest. Um, good job. Good so job I, out of you. I need to state is this episode will actually be releasing... On the 23rd? Yeah. Yes, 23rd. sir. The 23rd. So. Christmas Eve Eve, baby yeah. girl. So, you know, if you want to make some emergency Christmas Last minute products, Christmas ideas. Purchases, talk to this and, guy. you know, your nephew likes wood and D&D. Because, Boom. like, you, you, you have products that you keep on hand, right? Yeah, like, there's a few. I'm assuming, like, the dice boxes, the bottle openers. You probably have a few of those just oh, made yeah. and ready to I mean, sell. have you seen his but I, I run out, too, like... I'm I'm sure you do, like I, I I'm sure like you probably have a pretty you make decent sales, don't you? I do all right, yeah. Because like I I I've seen you at the QuadCon and I th- I want to say I saw you at Des Moines Con the one time I went last year. And QuadCon's yeah. gonna be this weekend at the craft show I'm gonna be at. Yeah, I've oh, seen that. It's coming up this week. Yeah. So QuadCon's gonna be at the mall, and the craft show I'm gonna do is at the mall. Didn't we just have a QuadCon? Yeah, they're doing two this fall. Really? Yeah. So they're going to be together at the same time, and I'm doing the craft show. That's just wild. And they're right next to each other. Because, like, mean, previous good, years, they I were was just out doing... of town last time QuadCon came. And then they're doing a show the 22nd and the 23rd at the mall. Nice. Is QuadCon just getting that big and popular now? Heck, yeah. He, he has gotten big. That's... I'm super happy I'm, for I'm, him. I'm happy. It's, it's, that's that's cool. It, it helps the artists. It helps everybody yeah. else. It's, it's good that... We ought to start booking for that, too. Can we? We need to like. I can talk. Get, I can get introduce you guys if you we, guys want to come need, around. We like, need to get I like know a, John. We need to get like a sign. Maybe keep that flag wherever we go. But like, we need to like, like what establish what our Sunday convention has. look will be like. You know. So yeah, we should get a tablecloth. Yeah, you can get them made. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, we got the we got the flags made. You can we get got the fitted the... ones with the logo on it though. Is there? I would like to try that. But yeah. It's uh it's awesome to get to know you, Andy, 
everyone. That was Andy Goodman from Dwarven Workshop. Please yeah. check him out. Please buy his products. He deserves it. He's a good guy. And if you enjoyed this episode, much like every other other episode, you can find us on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts, and uh, Amazon Music for some reason. Um, for some I've reason. done some light research on how to try to get on Podcast Addict. Um, apparently, we need to like put in a... Uh, form to politely ask if we can have our podcast on it and i feel like i'm at a point where i'm just so confident in us that's like we're a legit podcast we got 70 episodes i'd be surprised if they said no so i gotta figure out how to do a lot of people use podcast addict hey this guy does you do that's what i use really okay because like i never even heard of it before it's probably just a thing i don't know there's always a different player yeah, true. But like, I mean, the more you can get on, the more uh, absolutely the more re- audience you get. I remember the day we we expanded from just Spotify and YouTube to like Apple Podcasts and uh, Google Podcasts. Getting on Apple Podcasts really helped. Like that was that was interesting because like we we saw like people listening on those platforms like immediately. It's like really it's surprising that you guys have these preferred platforms just over like Spotify. I don't. I don't know Spotify. A lot of people don't like Spotify because they don't pay their people enough. But like, I don't know. I use uh, YouTube Music. See, YouTube Music's another good one that I've uh, seen a lot of people use. Actually, my buddy Armin he uses YouTube Music. So I don't know. Can you just do the podcast itself on YouTube Music? I don't know. We can should we? look into that. I'll look into it. Because I know you have the YouTube, and then you have the YouTube Music. So I mean, and I know you can listen to podcasts through YouTube Music. Maybe that's something we can definitely look into then. Yeah, YouTube Music. Yeah. Yes, sir. Anyways, um, but yeah, speaking of YouTube, you can find us under Scaldstone Productions. That is our YouTube channel. Um, and also go check out the Unfatable podcast. I have a very good feeling that uh, Unfatable is going to get its very second episode. A quick interview with the Kyle Peterson toy collector. Um, right now he is in San Antonio, Texas for a convention. Um, and yeah, super excited to talk to him as a you know, uh, a young adult collector and uh, seeing, uh, having a good conversation with him on making toy collecting a, a real revenue of his. So, yeah, uh, stay stay on the lookout for That'll be the first the collaborative second episode. episode, actually, between Too Many Words and Unfatable. Unfatable. Yes, sir. Oh. So, yeah, please keep an eye out for that. Uh, with that said, what what else do we got? Uh, who, who or what, what do you, do you make this podcast episode out to? Yeah, okay. So, Andy, every single episode, we have everyone dedicate the episode to someone or something. It can be be it could be really meaningful or it could be really stupid. One time, I dedicated an episode to chicken parmesan because because I just that's just what I felt. Because you like Olive Garden? Sure, sure, yeah. Uh, I do like Olive Garden. It's my go-to cheap, nice restaurant to go to for a date. Uh, but Jordan, who or what do you dedicate this podcast episode out to? This podcast episode goes out to trees. <laughs> really? Trees make the world go round. <laughs> all right. Without trees, we wouldn't have any wood. Yes, sir. And I'll take or all oxygen. that wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oxygen. That's definitely important, yes, too. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <clears throat> This podcast episode goes out to Andy Goodman. He didn't have to, but he got us a cool gift. Uh, This really cool laser work. uh, Definitely something that we're going to be bragging about on all the platforms. And uh, 
yeah, really, really appreciative for that. Hope you like the That's shirt. Uh, sorry that we didn't have a, a larger one, but uh, yeah. We're good. Yeah. So, Andy, who or what do you dedicate this podcast episode out to? Uh, I'll go with Penelope. Yeah. Is that your daughter? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's a good one. That, that, that's always a good one. All right. So, how we uh, cut out this episode is we always say one, two, three, and then we one, say two, three. amen. Okay. And then we clap, and then that's it. And then Jordan usually tells our guests. You don't have to say amen. Um, we're not trying to force religion or anything on anyone. You do your own thing, obviously. But, uh, yeah, yeah, that's just that's just what we do. Yeah. Okay. Jordan always, is always so nervous about the word amen to I'm strangers. not nervous about it. I'm just like, you got to be inclusive. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I like, that's a big One, thing two, three, me. shalom. Okay. <laughs> All right. Amen on three. Amen on three. One, One two, two, three. three. Amen. amen. <laughs> we got it. It's good. <laughs> yes, it's sir. Good. It's good. Playing? Uh, yes, we're done recording. Uh, I mean, you're still being recorded. Do you, you want to drop your address? Will you call?